What's going on? Welcome to episode 113 of the Workprints Games Cast brought to you by the Workprint. As always, I'm your host, Rob, and I'm being joined by my two favorite co-hosts in the whole world, Bilal and James. What's up, Bilal? What happened to the guys and gals? Uh, you know, I have been thinking that maybe that's not wholly inclusive for everybody. Okay. And so thinking about making, making a pivot and just going with the what's going on. Mostly because it all started from partly this podcast, but I was saying it even when I hopped into like party chats on the Xbox with my friends. The first thing out of my mouth would be what's going on. And so uh, instinctively what's going on just that by itself is, is uh, where my mind goes to anyway. And so I have to like, I got into the, when we took the break, I got out of the habit of adding the guys and gals. And so when we do this every week, I have to like force myself to remember to do it. So I just figured, look, we can just cut it, just do what's going on, and then that'll make for a, a much better t-shirt anyway. <laughs> I had something I was going to say. Oh, yeah. I know what I can say. Find him on Cameo, Sunny Vice 20. He'll leave you a, a, a creative voicemail for you <laughs> that's just saying what's going on in your name. Yep. It's $5. Yep. Just, just $5. Easy. Easy. How fun uh, this case of uh, My Hero Set 3. <laughs> no, we need to start talking about... Uh, my hero set four and how that's coming in march and it's only three months away and so the previews the, in vegas i'm telling you we gotta send know, you to vegas i know for, yeah get me get me some press access uh <laughs> and then I'll, I'll go out there i probably i probably could if i get the flights cheap enough i would swing it if i had like press a- access to go cover it that being be said i and one good thing though with set four coming is that it doesn't appear that they're going to do a crown rare this time so it really will be a situation where I just get enough cards to to make a playset, right? And I'm not chasing after something. Unlike set three, where the Chrome Rare is still being out there in the wild and not all of them being found, it's very much a uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory situation where I'm like, that golden ticket could, could be right there. But less cavities right at there. the end of the day. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. When I go to the card shop, uh, I tend to pick up some snacks to help support them as well. And so... But uh, yeah, what's going on, Bilal? Not much, man. It's been. I got my so I got my Secret Labs um, mag Magnus desk. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're called? Yeah, it is. So I've got I've got that. I got the the desk portion of it in a while back. The L extension is in. The double arm monitor is here. I have the headphone mm-hmm. hanger, the RGB light setup, uh, the cable hiders, and things like that. So I everything is ready to go to make this desk. Besides, how big, how big is your up, monitor? I have the LG. Sorry, the the LG is the, a wide. The, the TV. Yeah. Oh, the TV. That's a forty-two. That's not okay. going on. Yeah, that that's mounted over there. Okay. Okay. On the wall. Yeah, yeah. I'm not using that anymore. Uh, though it is connected through a fifty-foot HDMI cable to my uh, computer, so that option is always there. But how uh, big is the ultra wide? The ultra wide is twenty. Seven, I want to say. Okay, all right. So yeah. it'll still be fine with the double I, arm. I think so. Uh, yeah. If not, hey, I'll just get a third one. No, that's a awesome. Single arm. And, <laughs> and you did not get the pro, right? No, I, I didn't. The, I didn't need a standing desk. Gotcha. I get, I get winded just standing at a desk. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, oh, I, I, I need to sit down. This is, this is taking fu- so much out of me. It's funny because I like to pride myself on breaking some of the stereotypes when it comes to uh, people who play video games and stuff like that. And here you are, just like, 
No, I get. I can't stand for too long. No, I mean, I mean, why? Like, we have chairs for a reason. Like, if you're yeah. tired of sitting or your posture sucks, then get up and like walk around for a bit. But I, I don't uh, need to stand. God made chairs for a reason. It's for sitting. Have you put the desk together yet? Not yet. There are two okay. massive boxes in, in the room over. The problem is I need to take everything off here, uh, disconnect everything, mm. and then pick up all these one piece cards and move move every I need to move everything over. It's 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 a process. Luckily, my nephew and niece arrive on Saturday. That's a day. Yes, Saturday mm-hmm. is a day. Uh mm-hmm. they arrive on Saturday and um free help. So <laughs> uh and then I can also play the one piece trading card game against them and at least beat someone this time. Okay. Well <laughs> hold on. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Cause I don't want to keep James James being so polite, saying quiet over there. What's going on, James? It's okay. It's okay. I don't mind. I don't mind. But I will say, <laughs> I'm at a standing desk right now. I'm standing. Yeah. So I thought you've been sitting. No. I thought you've been sitting all these weeks. <laughs> yeah. Got my nice Cuphead shirt on here. No. But uh, no, yeah. So this, I, I've got a standing desk. My wife. One thing that's funny about our home. My wife, she likes to like do woodwork and stuff. So this desk mm-hmm. right now, she made it. Uh, we have uh, like a couple tables right here. She made. I've got another desk upstairs that she made. So we have a lot of furniture that she made. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. This desk right here, yeah, she made it. So, See, uh, but yeah, I, I, I stay in the whole podcast. So I, no. I, think, I think you need to take some life lessons from your cat back there. Yeah, I know. I was like, how'd you get in here? Because it all showed up in here. And somehow she got in. I have no idea. But she, she wants to be in the show tonight. So yeah. she's that's, la- la- that's a beautiful cat. Yeah. Yep. Our, well, our, she's just our, lounging. She's, our uh, she's fourth guest. What's her name? She's old. So uh, Chloe. Oh. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But she's 15. She's older. So she just likes to rest. Chloe's <laughs> the mascot for yeah. the games cast. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, that's awesome. I'm actually kind of jealous that you are currently standing and able to kind of move around a little bit. Because I get fidgety. I feel like it's such a bad habit. I look back sometimes at some of the VODs of the Twitch stream and I'm like, when someone else is talking, I'm like this the whole time, just like going back and forth. And so I get fidgety. That's why my hands are also in my, in my pockets right now. So I'm not <laughs> talking with my hands the whole time. See, you need desk toys. Like I have this Formula <laughs> One car that I will just pull up. Oh yeah, look at that. It's the 100, oh, no, 1000 GP Ferrari. Mm. Yes, I got it for as a birthday present from my wife a few years nice. back. No, See, I, I, I actually I sit at my desk all day long at work. So I'm like, when I get home, I don't want to just, I don't want to sit all night. Yeah, no, it's totally fair. <laughs> I, so I've been, the reason I asked is because I've been thinking about getting the exact same desk, except without the L, just because it's a little bit crowded in the office as is. Uh, I might have showed this on stream before, but my son is, his desk setup and his computer and stuff like that is, uh, Actually, if you imagine what you see in frame right now, mm-hmm. um, there's that's basically half the office, right? So the other half over there. And so my son is maybe three, four feet away. So getting an L would put us too close together. But if I do get it, I do want to get the pro, which allows me to turn it from a sit to a stand back down yeah. to a sit. And who knows? Maybe I'll use it <laughs> standing like uh, once, twice, and then go, you know, below is right. I, I bought this nice herman miller chair for oh. a reason right nice and so yeah no uh for me it's just a lot of the stream stuff we do like my desk is just, like there's no room for it much else i mean there's, there's like all my knickknacks and stuff but mm-hmm. 
like if I want to move set up the camera or like have more space to do things, it's just not there. So um, the more space I can create, the better. Um, and so my camera angle might change a bit in the future, but let's see what that looks like in the new year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I also think it's nice that you're getting the mounting arms, right? Because that's what yeah. I'm using right now. I go back and forth. I, I was using them, then I stopped using them, and now I'm using them again. And just having everything like underneath it uh, clean and clear is is nice because it really yeah. does feel like I have a lot more space. Also, when I'm doing the podcast, I have it pushed back pretty far, right? Yeah. Also to allow it to get like the light in. But then I'm going to show you guys whatever. But then when I'm playing games here and some we'll talk about, I'm sitting like, this is this is my monitor's POV when I'm playing games. Like that's how close I, I've got that bad boy in front of me. And so no, it's super convenient. And uh let me know what you think and if you think it's worth the money. That's the other yeah, thing. Yeah, no, I, it's not uh I will desk. I will yeah, it's not. And like I made this one from an IKEA countertop, bought two legs and a a shelf unit uh to go underneath it, and that was like a hundred seventy dollars and so uh the, my biggest thing is like i hope this desk is really worth the cash because yeah. it's not cheap for as much as i put in one of the things i am looking forward to probably getting is like they have like uh um a tower a desktop tower holder as well that just sits between like the two legs so like that sits off the ground um probably don't need it but nice to have uh for like a cleaner look uh, so I'll see how I feel after I build out everything, but it'll just be nice to have more desk space at the end of the day. All right, cool. We're we're oh. expecting a full review on the table on 100%. the desk. Yeah, once you once you're yeah. said and done. What uh, about you, are, Rob? What about you? What what have you been doing? Um, what have you been getting into? Uh, same old, same old. You know, uh, doing a little bit of my hero. I think it's a CCG. CCG, right? yes. Um, and, uh, decided that, you know what, I would learn how to play one piece just cause you were so excited. And this way I could help you play tests and stuff like that. And so, uh, turns out that one piece has a very good simulator app out there for it. And we were able to run a couple of matches. We actually streamed it here on twitch.tv slash the work print Monday night, Monday night, right? Yeah. And it started off with you just destroying me. Mm-hmm. I mean, right, just, I mean, uh, expected, right. expected then because you were learning the rules, you were learning the decks, what the cards do, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. and it it was. I won't say it was a good feeling, but I was just glad to have someone to play with and chat <laughs> with. And then, and then, like we had unexpected surprises. Like mm -hmm. it was our biggest stream ever. <laughs> it was we got raided twice. It was local heroes showed up. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what was going on, but it was, it was a fun night. No, it was, it was good. Yeah. Uh, the best part in my opinion is uh, the second half of the stream just felt, oh, yeah. just felt so much better. Right. Rob found I, his I deck. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I stopped messing up with, the app and yeah. and and skipping turns and stuff like that when i when i shouldn't be and uh yeah so i think i i saved face a little bit at the end i think i won three in a row at the end yeah after after losing like five or six prior to that but it was uh no it was good it was fun i think i will say that i think that the reason i like my hero more is well one of the reasons is because 
mechanically you're just doing more of my hero right you're yeah. pushing more buttons which which is which is always fun anytime you're doing something and you're actually active in it i think that that's more fun yeah also you just see so many more cards in my hero because it's not a one draw turn yeah right? uh, a lot of i i think magic's the same way and i know pokemon. that pokemon's the same way most are you just draw one at the start of your yeah. turn whereas in my hero you draw back up to your hand at the start of your turn and off the time, you depleted your hand or you only have one or two left. And so you're drawing five, six, or seven cards pretty much every turn. So you get to go through your deck and see every card that you painstakingly took the time to put in there, right? Yeah. And so I, I just think that is uh, much more enjoyable. But I see the allure of the One Piece game, and I do think it's fun. I think it's yeah. cool. No, and, I, and I think I said the same on stream, like the combat of my hero just like it actually feels like combat because like you can whiff an attack if your speed, <laughs> if, you, right. if you can't match the speed. And so it, like, it, you know, you'd be like, oh, yeah, it's not not everything will hit. Um, and, it, and they do it in a way that makes sense to me, even though it's a little bit complicated uh, mm -hmm. with one piece. It Yeah, there I think you got a very good draw in one of those final games where you got your stage card and yep. I could not get any <laughs> characters that I needed uh, to put up any sort of defense. And it was just like, how long can Bilal withstand this beating? Not long, <laughs> it turns out. James have, uh, you, James, have you played any? I don't know if we've talked about this. Have you ever played in the past any trading card games? Any collectible card I games? Have. Like, I have. I, I've got, I don't know, a few boxes of Magic cards, had a bunch mm -hmm. of Pokemon cards. But it's, mm -hmm. it's been a while. Mm -hmm. I mean, also, like, Marvel Snap kind of. You know, not yeah, really yeah. Like physical, yeah. physical cards. It's been a while. Yeah, and it's so been it was like just good I, ten, fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely see in Bilal's face that that one that one game we where I did get the stage out right away and he wasn't drawing anything. Oh my where god! It was just like you could tell he was just like I, I wish I could play. I would yeah. love to play this game. I can't yeah. play this game. <laughs> And, and it's just uh, like every every time I get, I get like a character out to just like buy me some time, and Rob's just like they don't exist anymore. <laughs> I, I I ate them. Um, can can I get a Marvel Snap thirty seconds? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> All right, uh, collection level thirteen seventy three. I am now running a discard deck, um, mm -hmm. which uses Dracula, who's four zero, and at the end of the game, Dracula discards. Uh, uh, discards a card from your hand and takes its power. You tie that with either Apocalypse or Infinina, and you just have so much fun. Uh, and it's like unexpected for a lot of people, so yeah. it, it's been great. And then I had enough gold from like the season passes and just the collector's things. I got the Venomized Hella skin. It's so mm. nice. <laughs> it was twelve hundred gold. Yeah, worth every penny. Uh, but. You know, it was just gold earned from playing, and I, think, I guess the season pass. I think Venomize might be my favorite variant. Period. Like, yeah, I, I like that, and I like the the like the Toon Kid stuff is pretty good too. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I got a is, is yeah, I got best. the Punisher baby variant, mm -hmm. which is my mm -hmm. I think my least favorite one of that. But uh, it's the baby variants. Yeah, I I will say that I think the Pixel variants are a little bit disappointing. I, some of them are, are really yeah. great, oh, yeah. but it just doesn't translate on on Not every card. Yeah, and I so, totally agree. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's my Marvel Snap 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> no, Marvel Snap is still a great game. I'm still waiting yeah. for that mode to come in to get back into it where we can play against each other and stuff like yeah. that. So it, been, yeah. No, go ahead. I was going to say, it's just been taking a backseat to other games. There's, man, my getting sick and the holidays and all that stuff 
really messed my backlog up and messed it up with games that are significant commitments like God of War Ragnarok. Uh, I was able to play a little bit more of that. And then there's just so many. We're like in this renaissance of like double A games coming out right in December where yep. we've we've gotten, uh, you know, two or three, maybe four of them have come out recently that like, oh, I want to try all of these, you know. Uh, and when I talk about what I've been playing, I'm going to mention like two of them uh, right away. But before we talk about what I've been playing, let's go ahead. And James, you haven't been on in a while. Why don't you let us know what you've been playing? Sure. Uh, yeah, it's been a few weeks since I've been on because I was trying to think of like what new stuff I've been playing because, you know, with um, Fall Guys and Fortnite and all those games like the Winter Fest and all stuff's mm -hmm. kicked on. So like, you know, just kind of playing that on the side in the background. But in terms of newer games, um, I guess first I want to talk about uh, during Black Friday, Sonic Frontiers was on sale. Got for like 20 it, bucks. It was. Wait, it yeah, was 20 bucks yeah. on Black Friday? Yeah. How did I miss this? It yep. was, I, I think it was, was it at... Um, Best Buy or Target or so I, I can't remember oh, where it was. I know but, why I missed um, this. <laughs> it, it, it was on sale, but um, like, because I had some friends say, oh yeah, it's really fun, it's great. I started playing it, I'm like, oh, this is rough. <laughs> like just like <laughs> camera angles, like the very first thing you have to do, you get like run up this like Goliath, like up his leg and get to the top. And when you're doing it, the camera like spin around and just like, just you'll just fly off the edge. Like you're not even doing anything, you just like fly off. You gotta do it again. And... So I'm like, the first couple hours, I'm like, man, I don't know if I can get through this. Like, this is just, it's, I'm not having any fun with this. But once I got, like, <clears throat> three, four, five hours, I got, like, half of the first island started clicking. I'm on, like, the second island now. And it's it's better, but I'm like, it's C tier for sure, at least. Like, it, it's fine. It, it's good. But, like, I don't know, like, Sonic's voice acting is weird. Like, the camera control is really weird. And I... Potential is there for a better game, like, in the sequel. Yeah. But it, it, it's fine. Like, if I bought it full price, I wouldn't be happy getting it on sale. I'm like, it, it's fine. You know? It's yeah, like, yeah. I, I know I'm going to finish it sometime. Um, you don't have to. Right, I don't have J to. J J James, Rob, <laughs> Rob and I came to this epiphany last week where we don't have to finish games that we're just not enjoying. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it, it's, it's been kind of been, like, really stress, like, stress relieving. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And yep. that's the other thing, talking about finishing games, because, like, the other stuff I've been playing, I turn, I downloaded Far Cry 6 again, because that new DLC is coming out, and, like, I never finished it, so I've been playing through that, like, halfway through it again. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, Star Wars, um, Jedi Fallen Order, never You should finish that, that one. Like, they, yeah, that you should finish. The new, they had the new trailer uh, at the Game Awards, and, like, I had to go back and finish that. So, like, as soon as the Game Awards were over, I re-downloaded it, and I'm farther now than I was my first playthrough when I got it forever ago. Uh, also, starting today, if you have Game Pass, one of the perks is you get the Deluxe Edition upgrade for free. Oh, so if you're, oh like, yeah. Nice. So if you if you have Xbox, get on the perks and uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Just go in there and it's like Deluxe Edition upgrade. Just click on it, you get the Deluxe Edition for free. Um, and I'm actually really enjoying that. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, and then the other thing I've been playing is a little indie game called Ship of Fools. Have you guys heard of this game at all? And that's just the it's, Games Cast. Just the <laughs> yeah. Games Cast. Is this the one? where i feel like i saw the trailer fairly recently and it shows like there are segments where there's two main protagonists is that is that this game 
So yeah, there's two characters in the game. Yeah, okay. Um, and you, it's like you can switch a character out and things like that. It, it's um, it's a roguelike, right? So the whole goal mm-hmm. is to get your ship, um, you know, defeat all the monsters along the way, and you know, save save the oceans and all that stuff. Um, and each time you die, you go back to the starting island, right? And you get to keep your currency, which are like these these tentacles. Like you use these to like upgrade your cannons and upgrade your your life on your ship and get more harpoons because like you it's like. Uh, as you kill enemies, gold and stuff will be floating in the water. You got to use harpoons to get them and bring them to the ship. Um, it, it's a lot of fun. It's two players. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you play it one player, it forces you to have a robot AI. So I haven't played that way at all. It's actually my wife and I playing together. Oh, that's um, awesome. We we have a lot of fun because it the art style is a lot like um, Castle Crashers. Kind of, I was gonna say it's more like um, Don't Starve. That's kind of what it reminds okay. me of. Um, it, but it, it's a lot of fun. Um, because my wife, we played a lot of those games. We we were playing Ship of Fools, and like you know, we played Overcooked, and we played um, Moving Out. We're excited for Moving Out Two coming out. We played like we like a lot of those like little couch co-op games. We like played through a lot of those. And it, it's great. I mean, it, it's a lot of fun. The biggest complaint when you look at reviews for it, it's like it's too short. Because I guess it takes like six, seven hours to beat the whole thing. Um, that sounds but, perfect to me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like we're like halfway through it. So there's five. I think there's five total oceans you have to go through, and I, the farthest we've made it is like the boss of Ocean Three. And so we're like we're getting pretty well into it. Um, we're having a great time with it. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, really, honestly, looking back at this year, all my favorite games this year are like indie titles. Like Ship of Fools mm-hmm. is great. Tinykins was great. Um, what else? Did I play like it's just all these little smaller like five six hour games because that's what i have time for right like like yeah for like god of war and like these bigger games it's just hard for me to find time I, to sit down and I play just want, them. i just want to so. mainline god of war so badly <laughs> at this point i like like you're mentioning six hour games and i'm yeah. going on how long to beat. i'm looking at various different games and like even six hours i'm i'm at the point where i'm like okay if i do an hour every night while in bed, <laughs> but will will the Steam Deck wake up my wife <laughs> if I'm yeah. cla- clicking and clacking too much? Um, do I want to sacrifice sleep? And I feel like, just like last year, right before Game of the Year, um, I will complete 12 games between now and mid-January uh, because timing and everything will allow it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I will say one really nice thing, like I talked about a month and a half ago, that Logitech G Cloud I have, I use it yeah. all the time. Like I stream okay. to it all the time because I can watch them on TV, play a game, or like my wife was to play something, she'll pick it up and play it. Like we use it constantly. That's <laughs> pretty nice. It's actually been been great to have. No, that's awesome. I, yeah, I think one of the mis I don't know if it's a mistake yet, or it feels like one, is I move my consoles into this office, which is in the garage. So mm-hmm. it requires me to be separate from the rest of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to come here. And so even if my son is awake, I'm not going to be down here secluded from everyone else. So I feel like while this is like a nice man cave, it would also be nice to have my consoles out in the family room. Because mm-hmm. um, right now my son doesn't even know I play video games and I don't know how I feel about that. Um, <laughs> I mean, one day I'll introduce him. He's been he's yeah. been in here. He's seen the controllers. He likes yeah. throwing them. But th- that that's a problem of its own. That it's funny. What? When, when he's uh, older, you're not going to have those same qualms. You're going to be like, listen, guys, I'll be in the office. And yeah. they're just going to be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> please give me a hug goodbye. Please. I, 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 miss, <laughs> I miss them. You're but, not uh, my baby uh, anymore. <laughs> yeah. 
One funny thing with our setup, though, like I've got a Series X and a Series S. I don't know if I mentioned this before. The mm -hmm. Series S used to be back in our bedroom. Um, mm -hmm. But right now, just because all our hardware connections are in the living room, I've got the Series X and the Series S both hooked up to the same TV because I can hardwire them. Uh -huh. So, like, the S is my wife's Xbox and the X is mine. So, like, if I'm playing the X, my wife can just stream the S to the Logitech and then, like, vice oh, versa. Yeah. Like, if she's playing Fortnite on the TV on the S, I'll just stream the X to the Logitech. So, we, yeah. like, have both Xbox on the same TV because when we play games, we're only playing them together anyway. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of weird having it back in the bedroom. So, we just, like, we have them both in the living room now. Because we normally ever use one at a time anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, honest, honestly, like with the the S is so small that like yeah. as long as you have the wire connections in the bedroom, like and if your wife wants to go there or you want to go there and play, you just pop it off, pop it in. It takes like two seconds. It's not like carrying a Series X where you're like, if I drop this thing, we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I mean, with the Series S, it was nice having back in the bedroom because my wife had uh, COVID for a while, like a few months ago, and she could just be in the bedroom and she was like, you know, playing um, Cozy Grove and all that stuff. And she just hang out in the bedroom mm -hmm. like in quarantine. <laughs> I'm still really positive. Well. It's been four <laughs> weeks. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um. No, I, I mean, I love my, and that's part of the reason why I use it to whenever we stream something, right? That's where I use the capture capture from the Series S just because it is so easy to move around and put it in different places on my desk and, and bring it closer and stuff like that. Um, I love that thing. It's, I'm like, sometimes I have terrible ideas <laughs> of like getting one for my office, like not this office, but the one I actually have to go to every once in a while. Um but luckily, with most games being on Xbox and PC, I could just play my PC in the office if I really want to. But And so, what about you, Bilal? What have you been playing? All right. Um, so, I started Marvel Midnight Suns on mm -hmm. the Steam Deck. Um, How far are you? So, I created my Hunter, and as soon as I got control in the, like, in the Abbey, yeah. Steam Deck continuously crashes that game. <laughs> Uh, so I have to go and figure out what's going wrong with the Steam Deck and how does Suns. it's not it's not there's no like system of like approval like Steam Deck has like recommended or not they're still like looking at it for this game and I've seen pr some people are like oh if you mess around with the Proton settings and whatnot I'm like I don't got I don't got time for that yeah but is it is it so how does the Steam Deck handle games like that that launches a separate launcher. I honestly haven't, I don't even know because it, I haven't seen that launcher. I saw the Kotaku article uh, today of where it's like just disable the 2K launcher uh, in the mm -hmm. background for better performance, yeah. um, and which I might have to do because one of the cool things with the Steam Deck is you can stream Steam from your desktop if you're in yeah. the same house. So I, that might be the way I play Midnight Suns. But like from what I, like I know it's maybe like an, Ha 45 minutes into the game like i, I really I, like it from I'm, the tone and everything so far <laughs> i am just a little bit farther than you yeah and it is very much so far my type of game yeah. like even i know there's some people who are like upset about the card aspect right it's but cool. whereas i'm like oh no this card aspect is cool it's what's keeping me engaged in this rts that i normally wouldn't like normally not my type of game you know yeah um I I love everything about it. I, I think it, it is very quippy. Like every character is is quipping constantly and I'm down for it. Like I'm I'm hundred percent here for it. I, I, I am really, really enjoying it. It looks great. 
Um, so far, it's ran well on my thing. I haven't had to bypass the launcher. I did have to, though, for my son. And so, because uh, his was just, like yours, was just constantly crashing after a certain point. And so, after disabling the launcher and turning off ray tracing on his, it has ran smoothly ever since. He's and on so a that's, 3070, right? He's on a 3060 Ti. 3060, okay. Yeah, I'm on a 3070 Ti. And he's yeah. on a 3060 Ti. Yeah. I saw one of our buddies just built a PC as well. Yeah. Uh, I was asking him for a picture of cable management and he sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, but back to Midnight Suns. Um, yeah, I like a game that just let, let its characters talk and don't rush through a scene. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because they introduce such a wide range of Marvel heroes. Maybe not their uh, like MCU A-listers, but it's like I saw Nico from Runaways and I was like... <gasps> Nico, I was like, I was like, who, who was the person that was like, we need her as part of this story, uh, and that made me really happy. Um, it's nice to see magic. Uh, it's also just nice to see my Marvel snap cards in three D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, I that Midnight Suns lineup that they have as their like core Midnight Suns. You're talking mm-hmm. magic. You're talking Blade. You're talking Nico, and you're talking Ghost Rider. But Robbie Reyes, like, yes love all those characters and so and honestly i think robbie reyes is is a character that we don't see enough of and i think he's significantly more interesting visually at least than uh johnny blaze and and that variant of ghost rider like that incarnation and so i'm just happy to see some love given to yeah like you said not their a-listers uh they still have their a-listers in there yeah and you got your so, iron man doctor strange captain marvel scarlet yeah. witch and uh, I know that there are some characters we're going to be getting later. Um, I don't want to spoil them for you if you haven't seen them or not. I, I, I've seen some stuff, yeah. uh, trailers and whatnot. But yeah. um, I made my character, or the hunter, uh, pretty much the generic mid-2000s um, Hollywood star. Like, he's got the wavy hair. That makes, that makes two of us. His first name yeah. is definitely Chris. Like. Yep. A hundred percent. But yeah, no, I'm liking it so far. I haven't played a ton either, but that's a game that I keep thinking about and I want to play, but I want to, I just want to sit and dedicate my time to it. And so, and enjoy it. And so what's happening is I'm trying to get through my backlog first so that I'm not having those nagging at me, like the bigger games, at least nagging at me and telling me I need to play them. I need to play them. Um, uh, the one thing I think that kind of shocked me a little bit was like some of those fights, especially in the prologue, I, they kind of just go on and I was, not, not too long, but like I was like, okay, this is, there's like, this is the fifth wave of enemies. <laughs> I yeah, expected this to be over I, a couple I, uh, enemies I, ago. I wonder if all engagements are going to be like that or if mm-hmm. just because that was the, the prologue was the tutorial. And so yeah. they are like, every wave is like, oh, you can do this now. You can do this now. You can do this now. And so... I'm hoping that that's the case because I agree. I mean, if we're fighting five waves every single time, it's going to get tedious after a while. I also understand this is a PC game and not a mobile game uh, made for handhelds specifically. So that might just be a uniquely Bilal problem. But um, <laughs> but no, it's uh, it's it, it's a minor it's a minor thing at the end of the day. Um, One thing I'll say about Midnight Suns, which is kind of funny, like. I, I didn't follow the game that heavily, like, but like kind of on the periphery, I kind of like see people talking about it. And all the trailers before launch, they were all just like cinematic trailers 
I had no idea it was card based until like review videos started coming out. I'm like, oh, like I knew it was like XCOM like, but I had no idea it was card based. Yeah, it's it's funny because I think at any time that game has been shown off at something like a, I can't remember if it was shown off at last year's Game Awards or not, where it was first introduced, but at an E3, you know, that an event of that ilk, they've shown like, hey, this is card based, it is RTS. But you're right. As far as like ads are concerned, mm-hmm. you wouldn't even know that it was an RTS. Like yeah, you wouldn't, and you certainly wouldn't think it was card paste. And so, I, I'm man. I also think that the marketing has been really terrible for this game, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm gonna be really bummed out when I find out that it doesn't, it hasn't sold that well. Uh, I feel like word of mouth has been good on it. At least. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've only heard good things about it for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that's uh, that's enough because this is also a genre that's not necessarily, you know, it's easy for a first person shooter word of mouth to for people to be like, okay, yeah, and then it starts mm-hmm. selling a ton. Uh, but something like this, even with good word of mouth, I think some people are still going to be like, ah, I don't play those types of games. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, what else have you been playing? Uh, wait, one quick question for you: Did yes, you sir. get what version of it? Did you get? Because um, I'm curious about costumes. I believe I got the uh, deluxe version. Okay. Does that come with fun costumes? Like, do you get to equip them right away? Or what's I the don't, deal? I don't. I have to double check. I think I got the version that comes with the battle pass. Or the season pass. Bat- Sorry. The season pass. Season pass? Yeah, yeah. They already announced the characters that are coming as part of the season pass. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be more content added as well. But they they announced that. It's Storm, Deadpool, Venom, Morbius. Venom, and yeah. Huh. And so. Yeah, because like pick- the legendary premium pack has 23 premium skins. I like, definitely did not get that. Yeah, but that was like 100 bucks, and I was like, right. eh. <laughs> I, th- I went with the basic version. I think I got the one in between. I have to double okay. check, but I'm pretty sure I got the one in between. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, what else have I been playing? I jumped into the new season of Destiny 2, season of Seraph. Uh, Rasputin was put into an engram because the darkness attacked and kind of messed him up. So um, I forget her name, something Bray. Uh, she put Rasputin in an engram and now we're finally like trying to fix him and put him in an exo, uh, exo um, skeleton so he could be a robot. But we're also using the help of Clovis Bray, who's the guy that made, um, what was Cade's class called? Um, the, the Exos, um, mm-hmm. you know, turns humans into Exos. Uh, so we're like leveraging his help. Uh, it's fun because everyone dunks on Clovis Bray uh, the entire time. Uh, there's a new season activity, uh, kind of just like nightmare hunts. Not nightmare hunts in particular. Um, you kind of are just going through Rasputin's... Um, bases like around the solar system and just destroying whatever uh enemy is there um fairly quick couple of minutes long um you know it's just another seasonal chase with story slowly dulled out week to week um i think the season model started high this time around with for witch queen but as we get to season of seraph it's it's whatever um like osiris has woken up uh he's back he remember stuff from um Savatoon because Savatoon took over Osiris he remembers stuff from her memories about like uh 
a, something on Neptune, which ties into Lightfall. Um, so, you know, this is the setup season in between everything. So I'm curious on where it ends at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it it's more Destiny. The winter event started. I gave Zavala Galar doodles because for the winter event, you bake cookies for everybody. <laughs> and so uh, Galar doodles it is. Um, and so that's that. And then the final game I've been playing uh, is the re- recent release of a remaster of Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII, over 358 days prologue remix edition. Uh, is that the real name of it? Probably not, but it should be. Um, <laughs> with the way Square Enix likes to name these games, it's actually Reunion after Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII. Um, if you never played the PSP game, uh, you play a Zack. Uh, who is second-class soldier uh, when you start this story, and it's his journey of becoming first-class, filling in the details of what happened um, before the events of Final Fantasy VII. Uh, You're introduced to Cloud, Sephiroth, Genesis, a lot of what Shinra uh, is doing, and the war with Wutai. Um, It's got a lot of great backstory, a lot of great character moments. and and this main character is dark haired cloud. Dark haired, dark haired cloud. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, you also learn where cloud gets his sword from, um, because you know just like how Han Solo got his dice uh, in Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, learning how cloud got his sword is also apparently very important lore. Uh, <laughs> as Rob falls asleep as I go over this. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry. So. Things to remember. It's a PSP game. I think the remaster, they've done a very good job of the character textures, uh, the upgrades to the environments. They look nice, but it's still very much uh, like the gameplay still remains the same. The combat is great. Um, it, it feels good. On normal, it's kind of like a nice breeze to walk through. Uh, my recommendation is if you want a challenge, put it on hard, but the enemies just kind of come a little bit like tanky. Um, and, sorry, what platform are you playing this on? On uh, Steam Deck on PC. Okay, you're playing on PC. Yeah. And so, like, on the Steam Deck, this thing runs max settings out the gate. No problems whatsoever. Uh, it is... It, it, it. I mean, it's a PSP remaster. Like, I, I expect it to run great there. And so, the missions are... Main story missions run a little bit longer, but there's bite-sized mission... Uh, story mission... Uh, sub-side missions that you can do. Uh, and you can run through some of those at, as quick as, like, 45 seconds. And so my wife's like, I need you upstairs by 5. It was, like, 4.45. I was like, no problem. Well, I'm just wrapping something up. And I did, like, 12 missions in that time. Uh, so it's, like, it's great for pick up and play because, like I said, it was designed for the PSP. Um, if you're looking for some additional Final Fantasy VII lore, it's a great pickup. I think it's only $50. Um at launch, so they're not charging uh, the what Final Fantasy 16 is seventy dollars <laughs> um, for a new game. But yeah, from what I've from what I've heard, it plays well on pretty much everything, even the Nintendo Switch. So um, yeah, if you're yeah. looking for some another R- action RPG, uh, check it out. I think it plays a lot better than it does on the PSP because you have more buttons and camera control options as well. Now, is that the remaster? Where there was art on the wall that had a watermark in it. Yes, there's a Getty images uh, thing. Oh, uh, one thing you have uh, you sparked uh, of the new voice actor for Zach. Terrible, um, absolutely <laughs> grating. Like this guy is like pepped up Mickey Mouse, uh, Sora boy. 
Um, I don't know if that made any sense, but like he has too much energy for such a serious situation. I just wish he took a chill pill. Uh, and like, it's not that he's a bad voice actor. He's given bad direction. And I, I mean, really... they have to offset clouds. I mean, I, I oh, guess, but... I guess I'm, I guess I'll just, I guess I'll do this. I guess I'm just here. Yeah. I guess. But, but like, I, I guess well, I'll do this. Yeah. No, I, I think, I think what will be interesting to see is like, I think the game has a tonal shift in the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm curious to see how the voice acting performance shifts uh, I, at that point. I do not understand how anybody can like the character Cloud after playing <laughs> that Final Fantasy VII remake. Because uh, he was cool, man. Come on, early 90s or mid 90s. I, I, mean, I guess. He was a, one of the best video brooding, games out there. He's just a brooding. Yeah, he's so cool, man. He carried such a big ass sword and swung uh, and killed monsters. <laughs> anyway, he had, he had he had chicks going after him. Like, what was not to like? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna quickly go through what I've been playing. We already mentioned Midnight Suns. Gave my thoughts on that. I've also been playing Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. I think we talked about it releasing last week. Last week. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I had played at that point, or had I? No, you mentioned no. how Garrett and Matt had problems. Yes. Um, yes. And so I didn't have any issues launching it, and they did release an update, which seemed to fix Matt's problems as well. Mm-hmm. And so the three of us, we were to get in there and play, and then uh, Matt, Taylor, and I also got in there and play. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I mean, it's very much in the vein of Back for Blood, Left for Dead. It is more melee-focused than those yeah. two games are, although there are guns. The guns feel great. Uh, but I'm having way more fun with the melee. I'm playing as a... Zealot? Is that is that what uh, the class is actually called? Let me look up the classes. It's been it's been a minute since I last booted it up. Yeah, and so I think the dialogue is awesome. She is, I you know my character. She is very very dedicated to the emperor, and is very vocal in in her disdain for everything else. Oh, okay. The zealot preacher. That's yes. what you're playing as. Yes. And so, no, it, I, I think, I don't know. I'm really digging it. It's so dumb. It's so, that universe is so dumb. It's so grim and, <laughs> and, and brutal. And that is hilarious to me just okay. because of how over the top it is. I, I, I don't think I mentioned this last week, but like you talking, brought it back. It's like mm-hmm. you create your character and then they ask you these questions about the character's backstory that yeah. probably have no impact whatsoever on the story in general. But it's it's just kind of comical, like in terms of like how detailed they go. It's like it's like so. What were you doing? What faction were you part of? Uh, why were you arrested? Uh, where did you work? Where did this tragic accident happen? And you're just like, wow, this kind of like why do you need all this information? Just tell me. I, I do not think it impacts the story at all. Yeah, I think it changes your dialogue and your character's personality and their tone. Okay. Uh, I think that's where that stuff comes into play, and so, yeah. So far, I, I'm I'm enjoying it. I think we've played maybe like two or three hours, uh, so we've played like four or five missions, and I'm I'm having a blast. I think the game looks great. It mm-hmm. runs really well. I think I'm running almost everything on on the highest settings. Really? And- Are- did they patch it because it was running terribly for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. 
That's why I okay. said they they, pat, they released an update. It, it runs really well. I'm also I have DLSS on, and I have mm-hmm. it set to balanced, and so uh, that is cheating a little bit, and so that is helping with you know it running. That's I not do cheating. Th- that's that's just like I know I know. I do think that uh, there are times where it can get a little bit framey, mm-hmm. uh, but for the most part, no. I've I've had a good time. It's ran well for me. The other game I've been playing is I started playing High on Life, which came out yesterday, and I think I is it a children's am, podcast, Rob. <laughs> I am maybe like four hours in, three or four hours in. So. Quick spoiler-free premise on High on Life, if you haven't been following, is that this is the first-person shooter from the Justin Roiland studio, right? Squatch Games, I think is what their studio is mm-hmm. called. Yep. And so Justin Roiland, of course, co-creator of Rick and Morty, does the voices for Rick, does the voice for Morty, uh, has released, their studio has released games in the past. I think up until now, they've all been VR games, or the majority of them have been. And this reminds me a lot of uh, Odd World Stranger's Wrath, where in that game, all the different ammo types for your weapon had different personalities, and and I don't think they spoke English, but made different noises and stuff like that and had different abilities. In this game, the premise is basically you're a uh, mid-20s, stay at, still living at home, Spends all day playing video game kind of uh, stereotype character, right? Us. The, the loser. <laughs> uh, does, he doesn't have a job. He or she, they don't have a job. And so the game starts off with you, your parents leaving the house and you're there by yourself with your sister who is getting into college. And right away, the type of humor this is, is she's like, mom and dad are gone. Can't wait for this party. Pulls out a mirror does a line of blow <laughs> and is like, Oh, do you want some? You know, it's like, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And so next thing, you know, alien, an alien spaceship lands in your cul-de-sac and out comes this job of the hut knockoff character. And your elderly neighbor rides up on his rascal scooter to go confront him and ask what's going on. And he grabs him sticks him in his tail-like appendage, and then proceeds to smoke him like a blunt. <laughs> and so the premise is that these aliens have are now invading Earth to use humans as drugs. And so... Uh, okay. Yeah, so the Jabba the Hutt character kills one of his minions for some reason, and uh, you can't understand what's going on because you don't speak their language. You hear somebody like whining and you go over, you push over the dead alien and you see that there is a gun holstered and you grab the gun. The gun's got a face. The gun spits this viscous uh, fluid on your face. And then all of a sudden you can understand them. It turns out that in that fluid was a translator technology. And so he is part of a race of aliens called Gatlings. And that is where the Stranger's Wrath portion comes in. You are basically, in order to stop this alien drug cartel that's invading Earth, you are now taking on the role of a bounty hunter. And 
taking on these bounties that are different officers in the drug cartel. And each one also carries a different Gatling. So that's how you unlock your arsenal. And that's, like I said, where the Stranger's Wrath portion comes in. Because one, all the weapons talk to you. Two, they all have wildly different personalities. And three, they all have different abilities, right? So your all the weapons are your standard pair of weapons. You know, as far as I've uh, what I've come across so far, I've come across a an assault rifle, shotgun, SMG, and a knife. And they all have secondary abilities. The knife also works as a grappling, will let you grapple certain points all around the map. There is some light platforming and light puzzle platforming. And then your all the weapons have secondary fire as well. In the case of the assault rifle, which is the gun you start with, or the pistol, I guess it's really a pistol, is the alt fire is you spit out a glob that makes all the enemies lift up into the air. And then you can shoot and kind of juggle them in the air while they're in the air. And so far, I am having a great time. I think that knowing who the creator and who is voicing most of these characters, knowing their sense of humor, understanding that like, Chances are, if you don't find stuff like Rick and Morty funny, you are not going to find this very funny. I think that so far I'm enjoying it. I don't I don't think it's like I'm falling out of my seat laughing, mm-hmm. but I'm having a good time at just how dumb it is. It, I mean, it is very vulgar. They swear constantly. Every single weapon is constantly swearing. And I think the art is, I think the game looks great. I think the art being this like bright, colorful, very again rick and morty-esque uh palette uh, is is great because no other game out there looks like this game right now and i am i am 100 percent here for it and like i said it with between this warhammer 40k dark tide and then the other one uh what is it evil west that i'm i still have sitting there that i want to play it does feel like we are getting back to this like xbox 360 era of double a games and I th- yeah. absolutely think that there's a place for, sure. for it, right? I mean, I, as much as I love your AAA high quality, your Elden Rings, your God of Wars, your Horizon, you know, as much as I love that stuff, the reality is, is those games are 40 hours long, 80 hours long, you know? Mm-hmm. And so having these games that are not as focused on grandeur and and in some cases narrative and more focused on like hey we have a cool premise we think we can make a fun game around it here it is right uh i i think it's super refreshing i'm actually like enjoying it enjoying this this deluge of of double a games and And, uh, yeah and i think for me that's what's been the story of 2022 Mm -hmm. um it it is these smaller games like Chained Echoes came out on Game Pass and all pretty much every console as well on December eighth and it's like a RPG in the vein of uh, Chrono Trigger and probably reviewed really well as, as well but it's like it's it's stories like that these smaller games it's not your super high seven years in production type games that are the ones that seem to have people talking about them constantly this year. So, yeah, I think I think the reality is this year yeah. we'll talk about it when we actually get to like our game of the year conversations. Mm-hmm. But this year does feel like there was like four, five big titles, and then the rest was filled out with smaller indie stuff and some of this, you know, double A 
somewhere in the middle. I mean, I think one of my top three games of the year, you know, as far as that discussion is concerned, is going to be. I mean, Tunic's going to be there. Right? Tunic is yeah. this year, yeah, right? Tunic is yep, great. Tunic yeah. is this year. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, but yeah, no, I. So far, I am high on high on life, and so we'll see if it carries it through. I, I will say that so far, the chattiness of the weapons and stuff isn't bothering yeah. me. But okay. I'm also very much the kind of person who can just like kind of tune that stuff out, and it just kind of becomes background noise for the most part for me. And so, if you don't have that ability, if you get easily distracted when you're when you're playing games and stuff like that, then I could see how that would bother you. And again, if you're not vibing with the the humor i could see that bothering you as well i will say that at least playing on console the game runs really well but it it the, the shooting does feel a little bit off if you're used to stuff like call of duty or even halo which halo infinite had a decent amount of of traditional aim assist right like the reality is is halo infinite in a lot of ways felt much more modern and what we expect from modern shooters than than Halo has in the past. This one feels a little bit looser, as if there's not any aim assist, honestly. And so I wonder if this would be more enjoyable on PC than with a mouse rather than with a controller. But I'm I'm having a good time and having fun anyway. And so and it's on yeah, Game Pass. Yeah, so, see, that's one that yeah. I, I have a lot of friends playing, mm-hmm. but I've I I've tried multiple times to, to watch the Rick and Morty and it just doesn't click with me. Like, I think last time I watched it, I almost got to the first season. Almost. Mm-hmm. But like, to me, it's kind of like you said, like, for some reason, the voice of Morty just like, it just bothers me. Like, like, when he's mm-hmm. like, when I, in the show and in like multiverses, like, he's the voice of Lemon Grab and like Adventure Time, like all these things. And I'm like, I just, I, I don't know. It's just, it, it, I just don't like the sound of it. <laughs> I, I was not a fan of that first season and it took me forever to get around and to like I'm not as high on Rick and Morty as a lot of people are but like it definitely like the second season onwards is where it took off in my eyes like and maybe if I go back watch that first season now like I'll appreciate it a bit more but like some of that barfing and stuff I was just like I'm like ah why is why is he always throwing yeah. up why is I Rick think, always throwing up the the only problem I ever have with Rick and Morty and I uh, listen I'm not the biggest fan like I think yeah. I'm like two seasons behind something like that but those first three episodes were really rough because he was burping constantly in yeah. those first yes. three episodes. And yes. that is just like, ugh, mm-hmm. that drove me nuts. <laughs> yep. But no, I like I said, I think it's going to, you know, I think your tastes are going to affect your enjoyment of this game right, at the end of the day. Definitely. And so, but the one good thing is it is on Game Pass. So you can just go ahead and go in there and, and give it a shot. Oh, well, they put out a big patch for this too. Yeah, they already yeah, I heard they also like added a thing to make the guns a little bit less chatty. If that was so, the the, yes, oh, really? there is the <laughs> yes, there is the option to. I saw that pop up, um, but like yeah, I said, because of my ability to kind of just tune things out, like yeah. I don't even I don't even notice it half the time. And so uh, yeah, I, I think that wraps up what we've been playing. Let's go ahead and get into the news. Not a ton of news stories. But the one in particular is probably going to take forever. So we uh, have to try to go yeah. through this fast. Uh, do we start? I, I don't know where to start on this. Do we start at the page two? Uh, Let me yes. 
Yeah, start page two. Okay. Um, and then start bottom, right? Yeah. Okay. Also, so, um, to everyone that showed up for the solo uh, watch along for the Game <laughs> Awards, um, thank you. It was it was fun. It was fun time geeking out. Uh, it was Taylor and Ali. We we watched. We predicted. My predictions were spot on. Like <laughs> I was I was called, like we'd be sitting there, be like, "What is that? What is that?" And I'd be like, uh, it, it, "It's that. It has to be that." And bam. Mm-hmm. Okay, now uh, that that I, I hope you lost your tournament. Uh, no, I won. So, <laughs> uh, but and I brought my laptop and I was actually watching while I was playing over there. Thanks for thanks for tuning in to the Workprint stream. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. I was trying to win that Steam Deck, and so I had to watch it on yeah. Steam TV. Don't worry, Milf Hunter I, won I it for us. Through, uh, I know. <laughs> I watched the game wars through the uh, through Twitch, so I get the drops. Throughout the mm. night. <laughs> so so okay. Uh, I got those drops, but like yeah. I didn't own some of those games, and it was like you can't redeem this code. And I was like, what's the point of this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, the only one I wanted was the uh, uh, Fall Guys Gears of War drop. So uh, I got Kate from Fall Guys for that, and then they had Marcus, and they also had General General Rom on there, mm-hmm. and I had enough like coins from the season. For Fall Guys, so I didn't pay pay for any of it. I got all three for free, which is really, really nice. <laughs> nice, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get into some of the things that were announced. I think in the yep. very beginning, was this actually pre-show or was this show proper? Well, let's mm, just go through it. Yeah, so, let's go through it. Vampire Survivors got a launch on mobile, on iOS mm. and Android, and it's free. Uh, it is, is it actually free? it oh. is free. It is ad oh, supported. Nice. Okay. And so it does the thing where if you die and want to continue your run, you can continue it by watching an ad. Ah, okay. I played this on my phone. I wanted to get this. I didn't mention it in the thing because I, I only played for like uh, uh, one run. And it runs really well. It's great on the phone. It makes total sense on the phone. However, I think that the using your thumb to move the character around on your phone for whatever reason with my phone resulted in like, I don't know if it's a sweat issue or just some of the oil getting on the screen or whatever, but eventually my thumb just wasn't like sliding across the screen Mm -hmm. as smoothly. And so that was causing some issues. So I need to check and see, I know and not, I don't need to check and see. I know for a fact, I saw someone tweet out that uh, it has controller support. And so, Oh, nice. um, I think that I think it's, absolutely playable and and makes total sense on mobile but if you have a controller or a uh razor kishi or any of those attachments what's the one that you backbone backbone but you know who's working that backbone now race (laughs) oh really yes oh that's awesome (laughs) um and so yeah i i think give it a shot like i said it's free no reason not to give it uh to give it a play and there's a reason that people are so addicted to it it really is just like a great time waster yeah um i haven't started it because of that very reason and i'm like mm-hmm. i don't have time to waste mm-hmm. <laughs> i've only done like three runs so i haven't gotten that far so we got this information leaked ahead of time we talked about on last week's podcast mm-hmm. but street fighter 6 june launch date is confirmed june 2nd yep 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 it's what coming else? june 2nd 2023 they showed off a whole bunch of different characters in in the trailer. Uh, I'm excited for it. 
I don't. Uh, it, it is kind of a bummer that that news got leaked out ahead of time. I, Thanks, Sony. Yeah. Or was it Amazon? <laughs> it was one of those. No, two. it was Sony. It was the Sony store. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, game looks great. I really, I'm really digging the art style. I'm excited. I'm excited for a fighting game to come to Xbox. Okay, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, the co- yeah. the cover art needs to change. It's what's his face on it. Like this is the cover art. Yeah. Who, who is this new new boy? They said they said when they released them in Street Fighter Five that he was you know a hint towards the future. Listen, you throw Ryu and Ken and Chun Li in the background, like you just don't put this white dude with floppy hair. You don't put Hunter from uh, Marvel Midnight Suns on the cover. That is, yeah, you're right. That is 100 percent my Hunter. Uh, Hellboy got announced. A Hellboy yes. video game got announced, and this was this was part of the pre-show, pre-show. right? This was a pre-show, yeah. 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 Pre-show. Yeah. And so okay. the game is being developed by Upstream Arcade, which is the studio behind West of Dead. And this looked exactly like West of Dead. <laughs> and so I wonder if the gameplay is going to be similar and that it is a uh, roguelike the same way that game was. Oh, okay. is that what West of Dead was? Yes. Yes. Okay. Funny, en- I- funny, en- funny enough. Uh, Ron Perlman, who starred as Hellboy in those Guillermo del Toro, del Toro movies, is not uh, returning to do the voice, but he was in West of Dead. <laughs> and so we have uh, Lance Reddick, who is going to be That's providing right. the voice of Commander Hellboy. Commander Zavala himself. Mm-hmm. And so, no, it, I'm excited. It's coming. Uh, it's going to be available on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and the Xbox series of consoles and on PC. Uh, I'm excited to give this a shot. I did, like I said, I played West of Dead. I probably played like 40 minutes of it or so. It just did not click with me. So I'm hoping that this is not <laughs> in that same vein and is not a uh, roguelike in that. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Among Us is getting a new hide and seek mode. It is what it is. Hades yeah, is getting say, a sequel. I, I feel yes. like. I never played Among feel, Us, just so you guys know. What? What happened? Yeah, I've never played Among Us. No, because because mm. I only mostly play on Xbox. Mm. By the time I came to Xbox, like no one was playing anymore. Mm. So, um, we're, we're gonna rectify this. We might have to do. Yeah, we might have to do something. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, uh, bring works. your wife along for it because yeah. we're yeah. gonna throw some people under the bus. Yep. That'd be fun. There's gonna be That'd some be horrible, horrible accusations and insults. <laughs> yeah. uh, but next... at the end of the day, we all love each other. <laughs> yeah. Hades is getting a sequel. Super interesting. Not that Hades is getting a sequel. That and that in and of itself isn't that I interesting was considering considering I mean I was surprised, but I was surprised not because Hades doesn't deserve a sequel. Or you couldn't do or I didn't think you could do mm-hmm. a sequel for Hades, but because Supergiant has never done a sequel before. This is the yeah. first sequel to any mm-hmm. other games. And they've had they've had games that have done well. They've been successful in the past, right? And so I guess it doesn't it's not too surprising that of all the games they've done, Hades obviously being their biggest game and their most critically acclaimed this having a sequel it is very cool i'm excited mostly i'm excited to get in on the ground floor when hades 2 launches right away because i didn't play hades till later so i miss getting kind of swept up in all mm-hmm. the hype when it first released and discovering some of the different secrets that that game holds and so I, like yeah, the ending I, was already spoiled for me by the time i started playing hades really yes mm-hmm 
Okay, but but this is coming to early access, so are you looking to get in at early access level or I launch? I am not. I'm hoping they okay. do the same thing that they did with Hades and that the early access stuff is just mechanics and then all the story stuff comes at launch. And so I, I but I am I'm super excited. I'm also excited to see uh what changes they do and and the new weapons and abilities that we will be handling. Yeah, no, I I was quite pleasantly surprised uh by this i've did not uh, th- i hopefully this is their toy story too you know like when pixar <laughs> finally was like we're gonna do a sequel and everyone's like yeah. what i i <laughs> will say <laughs> the one thing i hope is i hope you don't have to beat this game 10 times 10 times yeah yeah, yeah. i only, be, only beat hades once and i was I like only, i only beat hades once yeah and I was I, like i already know how this ends so my my brother-in-law got every achievement on the switch for this game and i was like you're a monster um <laughs> i gifted it to him too and he's like i was he's like i was doing my mba and you gifted me this game <laughs> did james did you play hades yeah it was on game pass remember yes mm-hmm. yep uh judas which is the next game from ken levine and his studio is uh was announced and shown off and it very much reminds me of it's Bioshock. Bioshock, yes, right. I'm In so space. excited, guys. It's so good. I love Bioshock, and just yeah. people are like, "Oh, it's too much like Bioshock." I'm like, "I don't care. Give it to me." Yes, yeah. that'll be great. I agree a hundred percent. That being said, I do hope that it's Wait. better than Bioshock Infinite, <laughs> which I like, but I feel like didn't age well. Never had the urge it, to go it, back it, and play it again. It, it's when it's when people started pointing out all the flaws in Bioshock over the years after like because when Bioshock Infinite came out everyone was raving about it but then it's like yeah. slowly there was like one 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 editorial after another it's like and then one of my friends was like you know you spent an, that entire time getting that one power up to open this one door and never had to open up like that door with that ability ever again and I was like oh my god you're right why did we have to do that why did they do this yeah. um Oh yeah, no, but um, honestly, what's funny is like 2K is also working on the Bioshock, and so yes, uh, it, I'm kind. It's gonna feel really weird if those two drop in the same year because I, I mean, don't think you can no. do two of these in the same year. Uh, I mean, we this, had this close, reminds so, me also oh, good. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. I was, this reminds me how um, I haven't played it yet. I'll play it eventually. Callista Protocol just came out, right? Yeah. And the Dead Space remake is also coming out, like, super close to each other. Um, and they're very, obviously, almost identical in terms of feel and all that stuff. So I'm kind of wondering if this is going to be the same thing. All right, I'm, well, I don't have to say what I was going to say, because yeah. that's exactly what I was going to point out. <laughs> I, I am going to just play Dead Space remake, and oh, I'm hoping Callisto Protocol at some point comes to Game Pass. Because what I've read that's about fun. the movement and, like, the shooting mm-hmm. just... Did it so, seem like so? Here's the I want to spend sixty on it. I'm, I'm going to play. Sale. Yeah, I'm going to play Crystal Protocol through GameFly. Uh, okay. What has me intrigued about it is Matt finished it, and he's like, it's like six and a half, seven hours. Okay. And so I'm, I'm in. I'm in for that. Now, did you guys know there's a podcast, a prequel podcast? It's like eight episodes. No, anytime, anytime, a game does the the prequel podcast stuff, I'm just. Yeah. I just tune out. No thanks. <laughs> that that is m- the only time I'll listen to prequel podcasts is if they did it for Mass Effect. 
Mm. Like, Mass Effect's the only universe where I'm like, give me that lore. Uh, I will eat now, gobble it up. Uh, that, being, so good. that being said, I was talking to my friends uh, uh, about this recently because we were talking about the Dead Space remake coming up. And I did read some of the extended universe like novels in the Dead Space universe. And so that might be that that universe is so messed up. And <laughs> the lore behind the markers and stuff like that is so interesting to me that maybe that game is one where I would actually listen to a podcast for. Are any of them prequels? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. We'll talk after because I yeah. could do some reading material. Yeah. You guys remember that great uh, Dead Space uh, light gun game for Wii? It was great. Yes. <laughs> I did not. There were two of them, I think, right? Uh, really? So there, there was like, there was a, no, there was a light gun game, and then there was this choose your own adventure style game that came Extraction. out on Xbox. I remember Dead Space, EA put so much time and money into it because it was like, there was the movies, and it was like yep. animated stuff, and like there was so yep. much behind it, and then just like, died like i have no idea what happened i love the dead space series and just kind of like just well because well, they turned they tried to turn it too much into an action right yeah but yes. for sure yeah okay we'll see what happens with the remake um i could do the next one uh destiny 2 lightfall gets a new trailer showing off a neo muna the and the strand abilities which like awesome it's like it's like a futuristic cyberpunk city um, which looks really neat. And one of the cool tidbits in the trailer is there's a Titan Duke and Thunder Crash, which is basically turns into a missile and like fires off into enemy. And then a hunter uses a strand ability to lasso on to the Titan and get carried along with him. So it's like some really fun stuff they're doing with the abilities. Um and it, it just looks looks cool. Uh if if this follows in the path of Witch Queen, they've got a very good expansion coming up. Um, so I'm hoping... I already got it pre-ordered, so um, hoping it's good. So we also got uh, another trailer for Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. And this one, I don't know how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we had the passing of Kevin Conroy recently and that is absolutely my batman Mm -hmm. and so they showed off or they announced and revealed that he is voicing batman one last time in this game Mm -hmm. it feels weird considering the tone of this trailer and the tone of the suicide squad in general this close after he died to like show this trailer off hear his voice and then have this like splash screen in remembrance of yeah. you know thank mm-hmm. you Kevin yeah. or whatever. It it just it felt really off to me. I, I mean and and some somewhat <laughs> like exploitive. Uh, yeah yeah I I get what you mean. I I think the time I honestly feel like this might not even have been the clip they were originally going to go for mm-hmm. um, for this. And but they needed something with Batman that might have been ready, and they went yeah. with this one, which still yeah. not the greatest Batman uh, clip to go for. But I get it. You do want to honor him. You also want to get that news out. Maybe yeah. they were planning on announcing it um, this, you know, during the Game Awards. But with the news and everything of his passing, yeah. it just you know doesn't deliver the same way. Yeah. 
right. the writing the writing does look good though for this game. Which I mean, I'm yeah. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited. I am excited for this game, especially yeah. after Gotham Knights. It was such a disappointment to me. We you know mentioned earlier that you don't have to be every game you start, and I think that yeah. is going to be the game that I do not finish. What's funny uh, about it is I finished it, and then I got about halfway through New Game Plus as a separate character. I enjoyed. It. I mean, it was just one of those games that just like. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's perfect. I think it's perfectly fine, and I think it's. Uh, I think it's a nice checklist game, right? Yeah, for sure. 100%. I think the far. I think the Far Cry games are like that. I oh, think they're yeah. nice. I think they're nice checklist games. Uh, the Ubisoft but, games. Uh, yeah. so Assassin's Creed still drives me to finish it, and mm-hmm. in other ways than just like the satisfaction of completing a, a, a quest and, and doing. That. Whereas. So far, the the Court of Owls mystery and story in Gotham Knights does isn't isn't pulling me, mm-hmm. and it's not like that game mechanically is like incredible fun, especially when I've been playing co op, which I think makes it much better. Because the, the little bit I played by myself, I just you know really wasn't clicking with me. But playing a co op, the uh, spectacle wears off after a while. Of like, hey, let's do our team up move where. You know, I, you throw this person up in the air, and then I flying knee them in the crotch <laughs> as uh, <laughs> Red Hood, and then slam them down on their head. It wears off after like the fortieth yeah. time you do it, and no. so I, uh, I don't. I also think that 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 map. I mean, this is all stuff I've talked about before, so I'm not gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. hash it out. All right, I will. Say, I, I'm actually really curious though, real quick before you hop off mm-hmm. this. James Gunn has come out and said, like, future video games are going to connect to his, like, movie universe. Yeah. So I'm like, like, Gotham Knights and, you know, uh, Suicide Squad, Kill Justice League, all this. None of it is connected right now. Correct. So I'm kind of curious what's going to happen with, like, the next setup for DC. Uh, so Ubisoft came out, and, and then Ubisoft, maybe it was James Cameron. I forget exactly who, but they're like, the Avatar games are canon, but they don't touch the story of the movies in any way. It's just... Hmm stories from that planet essentially yeah and so it's just like i imagine them doing something like that like oh it's the same universe we could like leverage some of the stuff that happened here but it's not gonna affect the dcu in any way right so i don't i think it'll be more like dccu star wars uh jedi survivor and fallen order yeah where those games are technically considered canon now because disney Mm -hmm. also came out and said that but we haven't seen a single Disney Plus show reference those guys, right? Right, yeah. And reference yeah. the events of that. And so I think that's just, you're going to put it in the universe. You're going to see cameos from characters from the movies. They might discuss events from the movies. Uh, I don't think you'll see the movies touching on them, though. I think the games will touch on the movies. Don't think that the movies will touch on the game. I if think I if, the, if there was one franchise or at least one game where that would happen with or character. I think Calcastus does have a, a higher probability of showing up sure. in, somewhere in the line of Star Wars stuff yeah. in the future compared to like you seeing I don't know Captain Boomerang is that his yeah. name? <laughs> uh, Captain yeah. Boomerang's yeah. uh, actions from like Suicide Squad to pop up in uh, you know like a DC movie. Right. And it doesn't hurt that the actor that does the voice and everything looks identical to his character, right? Because a lot of times that's not always the case. Yeah, so. and he's still he's still fairly young, and so it's exactly. one of those things where like they, they, they could put him straight in the movies. What does this mean for Peacemaker? Because that first season was fantastic. Yeah, that. It, <laughs> oh, I, I mean, know, I, I think clean the house, man. They're just like I know. But, out yes, everything. but he's Superman, but he's, Wonder Woman, Black Adam. It's all just like whoosh, gone. 
But and Shazam too. Shazam's not even out yet, and they're like, "Oh yeah, sorry, it's not connected anymore." So it's like, okay. But <laughs> all by all accounts and all reports is that his stuff <laughs> will remain and not be touched. I I think oh, yeah. so. <laughs> and so Peacemaker is his. I know, but like, okay, I love the second Suicide Squad movie. I think it was probably one of the best things that they've done in recent Mm -hmm. DC, but Mm -hmm. I just wish some of those characters made it out alive. Um, Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, I mean, that, that's our DC tension. <laughs> sorry, yeah, <laughs> sorry. That's my fault. That's my fault. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. Uh, next up, this one's an interesting one and something I didn't see coming. Uh, Bayonetta Origins. So oh, recently the Lost Demon. Did we talk? Jedi no. Survivor? Nope. I will get to it. Okay, fine. Yep. Uh, fine, we'll do Jedi Survivor right now. They showed off a new trailer. It looks cool. Next yeah. story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just don't... This is, here's the reality. And, and we'll talk about this when we get all the way through, right? Yeah. Is that this Game Awards did nothing for me. <gasps> really? Yeah. It really, really. I think... I, I think, love it. No, I think it, it did nothing for me. Um, I I mean, everything that we've talked about so far, outside of... Th- so, Hades 2, I'm excited for, but I'm also not, like, a huge Hades stan, right? So, mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't get me hyped. Uh, this Bayonetta... Origins, I love the Bayonetta franchise. I haven't played three yet because that's a victim of, you know, it coming out when other games and, and bigger titles were coming out and stuff like that. Uh, but this does nothing for me. I think it's cool to do different things yeah. in the Bayonetta universe. But again, it being um, it being relegated to Switch just like just doesn't just doesn't do anything for me. Uh, I think it's smart to change up the art style so that we won't hopefully run into any performance issues uh, with it being on the Switch. But the art looks great. The, yeah, but uh, but yeah. nothing in this this trailer yeah. gameplay wise screams like. If I you're not, if you're not a Bayonetta fan, then I just don't see mm-hmm. who this will pick up. And I am a no, Bayonetta I, fan, and I'm still like, no, I'm good. I I will say, I haven't played Bayonetta three either, but I did hear a slight spoiler. Do you want to hear what it is? Sure. So I was listening to, I believe it was Nintendo Voice Chat, and they were talking about that Bayonetta reveal, and someone said, oh, I'm so surprised with it. It's so great. And the other person said, if you played all the way through Bayonetta 3, you already knew this was coming. Oh, so I don't know what that means. So it must, this must be in there somewhere. I don't know where because I haven't played it, but right. that's what they said. So I guess people that actually played through Bayonetta 3 already knew this was coming. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um. Next bit of news. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like, this is the next bit of news is probably one of the considered one of the biggest announcements there, and I just could not care less. They announced <laughs> Death Stranding two. I'm shocked at, they're at making the a Death Stranding two. Like, how do you make a sequel to something no one understood? I so <laughs> something strange happened where when they re-released that director's cut, mm-hmm. more people gave it a second shot, a chance, and and played it and came away with like better impressions afterwards did they uh, fix something i don't think so i think people would just started treating the game differently i think people went into death branding expecting traditional kojima stuff and then it being just a massive walking sim <laughs> you mean ups simulator <laughs> yeah. it's just like i don't know but this is nothing for me like mm-hmm. i yeah. i i i don't know man i i but- i'm always excited by the potential of what kojima is doing as somebody who 
got into his work late with Metal Gear Solid 4 as my, my first like Kojima game. Wow. You and, chose the uh, wrong ones to get it start with. So here, that's really funny because I've gone back and tried some of the other ones and I played yeah. five and I don't like any of them. I only like four. Really? And so, yeah, I think four is awesome. Four is over I, the top. Uh, the the gunplay yeah. is awesome. You can choose. The stealth is pretty much broken. And as somebody who doesn't love stealth yeah. games, like the ability to like use that octo camo to just lay on the ground, lay against the wall. I, I loved it. I thought well, look, it was listen, so much fun. I, I love four. Um, I, I, uh, but I, I get going back, uh, it just doesn't work after that. Like I played one, two and three as it came mm-hmm. out. I wasn't as big as people love three. I, I, I think it's average. Uh, I don't think it's that great, honestly. Um, but yeah, no, five, five was cool, but the mission structure think, and everything I think, just didn't make sense. I think the gameplay was fun. I think the five is the most overrated game of the past 10 years. Yeah. I think the gameplay is fun, but it's just so repetitive at, at mm-hmm. a certain point. Um, Here, here's right. a hot take, guys. I'm not a fan of Kojima's games. I've tried almost all of them, and mm-hmm. not a single one of his games has clicked with me. <laughs> well, maybe, a, I don't know. maybe it'll Some be Death Stranding too. Well, yeah, right. but, well, you, fun story about Death Stranding. Uh-huh. I've got my, my laptops, like gaming laptops, almost four years old. Um, uh-huh. And like, some games run great. Like Gears Tactics, I can run like full settings, no problem, runs great. But like other things randomly, like Fortnite, it chugs. No idea why. So it's like, mm-hmm. but for some reason, Death Stranding's on Game Pass, it runs flawlessly on my computer. Like there's so DLSS. much run, and yeah. Death Stranding runs great. <laughs> the the DLSS settings for Death Stranding uh, could make that thing run on a toaster. Like yeah. uh, it, it, it it's actually like one of the best examples of uh that technology uh i'm actually i actually have it on pc uh i don't know why i bought it but i i have it i might just use it, uh, it, it all i'll say is when i played that stranding it was relaxing in, in a weird sense you yeah. know it was just walking um from place to place so i might just go in and just try try it out uh and see if this clicks for me but again this is after I get through everything else that I need to, and that <laughs> list is never going to end. Yep. Also announced at the Game Awards was uh, Mortals of Avium, which is a single-player first-person magic shooter. And so it looks like this is from Ascendant Studios. It's former like Call of Duty uh, developers are some of the talent that are there. And so it's a Call of Duty-esque in how, how it's fast pace and 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 then shooting but then there is spell casting and stuff like that i think that this is a cool idea um i don't know if i ever talked about it in the on the podcast in the past but i do think that i wish the developers over at infinity ward and at treyarch and stuff like that i wish they would take the call of duty franchise into weirder uh, settings right like i would love a, a call of duty titled game that is a fantasy game that instead you're, you're shooting you know you're spell casting like this uh i would love a call of duty game that was like a pure horror shooter and just different genres that are still call of duties is what i've always wanted out of those teams and so see somebody else going out there and doing that is 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 very cool but there's just not enough 
that was shown for me to be like actually genuinely excited and that's yeah. i feel like that's the story for a lot of the reveals that were shown and there was just also reveals for things that just i don't necessarily care for i mean so there was also uh there was a dune awakening survival game mm-hmm. i just don't like survival games right yeah uh, celeste creator shows off their newest project um Earthblade. Earthblade. that looked great that looked great that looked really good yeah i was pumped for that that was like celeste meets metroidvania yeah, yeah. so that i mean that's cool yeah <laughs> i don't i don't right. i yeah maybe you know maybe did, did you just, not like celeste celeste is a good game i did not really like celeste okay that, that's that that's and, fair that's and fine. celeste feels like the type of game that i would love and it just didn't click with me for whatever reason okay um, you're just you're just racist okay got it i might have <laughs> it, it might have been yeah i wonder if it's if i had played a similar game fairly recently and then started playing that and was just like eh i i'm i'm kind of done with these platforming you gotta, say, you gotta be in the right likes. mindset for that to yeah, yeah. to what you get into um they showed off some more nightingale uh we had seen this was it e3 see this is I the problem e3 is when it we saw this yeah Early access E3. I think I, I'm I'm I again I like the idea of this being like this fables esque environment and world and uh but I just need to see more. You know, the the fact that I think a lot of people saw this and came away thinking that it was some sort of like MMO. Um and it's not that it's not. I didn't get that vibe at all, but I also know what this is. So yeah. Uh, See, when they first showed this at E3, I was curious as to if that if it was some sort of like MMO because they show you they show the different portals right in that trailer. But they and also so, show they also show you like um, building like like building forts and castles and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, like I honestly, it gave me Valheim. Uh, okay, fine. Um, then yes, but, that yeah. is kind of what it reminded yeah. me of. Or, so yeah. MMO is the wrong survival game is probably the better yeah. uh, thing. And I, yeah, that's just not a genre that clicks with me. And so maybe this will be the one. Sometimes there are genres that there are games that get me even if I'm not into a genre just because of the setting and the mm-hmm. setting doesn't treat me. But again, I'm just I don't know. I it part of it could also be that I was watching the game awards while also yeah. playing in a tournament, and so True. my focus was split. <laughs> So yeah, I, I mean, I mean, if if you are watching the work print um, stream of the Game Awards, you would have been hyped because there was a lot going on and a lot of love, a lot of excitement in the chat. You missed out. Uh, Tekken Eight revealed more of its roster. Uh, Dude, we get, I, we get Street Fighter and Tekken Eight next year. Like that, that's cool. Uh, it's I like a good fighting game year, even though I don't play them. Uh, see. I like a good fighting game here. I I'm excited for Street Fighter. I just I don't I don't care about Tekken. I've never been a Tekken. It's so funny because I I've, like Street Fighter. Like I like Tekken until I grew up on. I like Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat. Like I just Tekken never clicked with me. Uh, te- Tekken's the one that, in my family that's just like everyone's like you got Tekken. Let's let's go play Tekken. Um, Street Fighter is like because it's like Tekken you can button mash and just like kind of <laughs> do stuff like and get away with it. I think I think the one thing I like about Tekken is I like that the buttons correlate to a limb. Right, mm-hmm. and so like 
the X is always your left punch. Y is always your right punch. And then, uh, you know, mm-hmm. A and B are, are the kicks, the, your legs and stuff like that. And so it that is a cool concept, especially when you're trying to learn the game and stuff like that. I just don't like the feel of Tekken. And I've, I've played most of them. <laughs> and, and I'll probably play this one, but I'm just not, it's not something that gets me hyped, right? Uh, Diablo 4 does get me hyped. Launches June 2023. Bilal, you... Yeah, can I tell my, yeah, I told my story little, on the Game Awards? <laughs> you have a little bit of a Diablo 4 story, so why don't you yeah, go ahead yeah. and tell it? Uh, I don't know where that box is right now, so I'll forget it. If just go watch the Game Awards stream. I go over it there. Um, I was at work Thursday in New York City, and the day before, there, I think we talked about like how Diablo 4 was teasing out something on Twitter mm-hmm. for Thursday at noon. And so... I wrap up a meeting, I get back to my computer, and um, they send out a tweet of like, uh, hey, use these hashtags and we'll get back to you. It's like Diablo 4 and Lilith is coming. And so I send that out going, I wonder what, I wonder what happens uh, or wonder what this does. And, you know, we sit around, I'm on Resetero with everyone. Everyone's like, nothing's happened yet. Nothing's happened. Mm-hmm. Uh and then five minutes later, I get uh, men- some Diablo sends me a thing with a link. Like you click on it, and it's like, "Oh, uh, how excited are you for Diablo Four? Like, would you recommend it to your friends? What type of games do you play?" I filled out the survey, and they're like, "Where are you located?" And so I was like, "Okay, I'm at work. I'll just pop this in right now." And so I popped it in, and and they're like, "Okay, a package is on its way." <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm like what?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm at work." <laughs> um, yeah. And so it turns out there's five cities. I think it's like New York, L.A., uh, Chicago, Philly, and I forget the fifth one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 250 online pe- people online got, I think, um, gift cards for Battle.net. Oh, nice. And so, uh, yeah, I get this, like this. They used DoorDash. They sent me this Diablo 4 box. Um, and like, just to paint the picture, I work at 30 Rock, so, and it's Christmas time. There was literal field trips, like, I, I'm like trying to like, talk to this guy, uh, from DoorDash, and be like, hey, like, where are you? And like, the, the roads are blocked off, because they have no roads going by, um, the Christmas tree in New York, and, uh, there's first graders or kindergartners everywhere. So I'm like tripping over kids trying to find this guy. Uh, I eventually get this box and there's like a demon on it. I get back to my desk, I open it up uh, and like these flower petals come out and there's like, and there's like a card in there uh, just like to summon Lilith. It's like a summoning kit. Um, So there's like a candle, there's two vials of blood. Even though one of those vials is supposed to be matches. uh, So I think they messed up. there was incense, uh, a mat for like where to place everything for the summoning, and then there was a T-shirt, a Diablo Four T-shirt, mm-hmm. uh, and and a hood, a ceremonial hood. Uh, it was cool. It was like fun Diablo Four swag. Um, I would, yeah. At the end of the day, it was, it was a little cool experience. There were like three hundred given out in Manhattan, so I've got one That's of these crazy. bad boys. Um, nice. So. Yeah, I'm pumped for the game, not because of the swag stuff, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I, the the previews that drop make it sound uh, like it's really good, uh, and I'm curious to get into that beta whenever that starts up. All right, they showed off Horizon Forbidden West DLC, which is going to take Alloy to Los Angeles. Uh, and here's the thing: there's a chance that I get excited for this once I get back to Forbidden West, 
But considering that I am still very early in that game and I haven't had the urge to go back, like, I don't know, man. All right. I, 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 listen, I want to I make this clear. Yeah. I'm not saying that the Game Awards was bad. Yeah. I'm saying that for me, it was just okay. No, no. You're busy winning a tournament. You're distracted. <laughs> you aren't, your heart wasn't in it because your heart was in beating your son. But, uh in a card game um I, I i like me resident horizon fan who has not finished forbidden west because time and life um i i have a complaint you're telling me that okay so the world gets destroyed by those massive machines that run rampant um because of pharaoh um you're telling me of everything that gets destroyed and whatnot, the Hollywood sign survives only to be destroyed again in this DLC. Um, I, I, like, come on. <laughs> come on, Gorilla. You're better than this. You're, you're better than this. I mean, you can't, you can't, how are people going to know it's LA if exactly. you don't have the Hollywood right, sign? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's bullshit. There's no way. <laughs> I, like, I, I want to know what material that Hollywood sign is made of and the biodegradable life on it. Uh, because... I don't think through all the cycles of life and death that uh, Gaia went through, there's any way that Hollywood sign survives. Also shown off at the Video Game Awards was Space Marine 2 gameplay. I mean, uh, Angry do, either, Marine. do either of you have any interest in this? I mean, I know that like, I was just talking about... <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was just talking about how like, you know, how much I was enjoying Dark Tide and stuff like that. And so the universe itself does interest me. But I tried playing that first Space Marine um, and just didn't, didn't enjoy it at all at the time. And so I think, I think it looks pretty. It, um, it looked it, like angry white guy simulator, <laughs> like military white guy simulator, but <laughs> it looks beautiful. And I was like, mm -hmm. I want to be angry white guy. <laughs> I think, you know what it reminds me of? It actually, I think it looks a lot like the Warhammer figures in motion, right? Hmm. Uh, that's like the the vibe this whole thing is is giving me as if like somebody who who actually plays the tabletop games and paints the figures and stuff like that, like what they imagine that universe to be and so i i think i think it, i think it's very cool i uh just as of right now i just don't know if i care um super mario brothers movie had a new trailer i shut off some more i did not watch this trailer there were actually two clips that night oh, oh i did not watch what any of the clips i didn't i didn't watch they had the oh sorry good no, I was gonna say I don't watch any of the content because I am going to see this movie, and so when I when there is a movie that I am for sure going to see, I avoid trailers and and anything about it at, at all costs. It so. it was it was a so, good clip. Like if yeah, you so, if you had any doubts about how Illumination would handle mm -hmm. the love for Mushroom Kingdom, it it it's yeah. there. It shines through. Um, uh, I'm I'm pumped. Yeah, I was they had, pumped. They had they had one clip, which was like that, the a scene from the movie they showed. And then I think it was the commercial break. At least they showed it mm. on Twitch. I don't know, it was the commercial break right before like Game of the Year was announced. It was like another 30-second trailer of like scenes from the movie. Yeah. That, that, like, here's the thing that drives me crazy about it. Like, 
There's so much love behind it. There's so many like little Easter eggs in it. It all looks so good. And then Chris Pratt talks. Like that's the one thing, the one thing that bothers me is like all his lines are just so low energy. Like no matter what he says or what he does, it just, I, I'll get used to it. Like mm-hmm. all the other mm-hmm. voice acting in it is fine. Sounds great. It'll be good. But like, I don't know. It's like Chris Pratt came in. He's like, eh, I'll do it. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. There's just something that's missing from Mario. But like every everything else is great. World's great. All the other characters are great. I like. Some people don't really like the animation style, but like I mean, I I enjoy Illumination movies. I I know where it's going. You know, like Despicable Me and those kind of things. So I think it's going to be great. It's just uh, I feel like A plus movie, like C minus Mario. <laughs> Listen, it's not as bad as Zach in Crisis Core. So Chris Pratt gets a pass from me. Uh, so this next reveal caught me off guard. I This is actually the one reveal that I was fully focused because I had a buy during, during this segment and was watching from the beginning. And I I just, I had no idea that it was going to be what it ended up being. No, like, no we, everyone was in shock. Like yeah. even on stream, it was like, what? <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. considered me in- interested. Yeah, so they showed off Transformers Reactivate, which is being mm-hmm. made by Splash Damage and um, is an online action game for one to four players and a closed beta plan for 2023. Uh, I, I, yeah, I am intrigued. Like this is the one, I think this is probably the one reveal that afterwards i was like all right i i definitely wasn't expecting this and i can't wait to see more because i want more info on it versus like a hades 2 where i'm like i i'm excited i'm I'm genuinely genuinely excited for hades 2 i Mm -hmm. know what to expect for the most part i can't wait for this game to come out this has more mystery behind it and i can't wait to learn more and it caught me really off guard yeah, no, agreed. Yep. Uh, uh, next couple, I think we can go through really quick. Yeah, classic adventure game, Colossal Cave returns, remade in 3D in 2023. It will release on January 19th. I have no affinity for this, so I. Nope. That's that's cool. If that's what you're, if you're excited about, it, that's cool. Uh, Crash Bandicoot returns in a multiplayer action game, Crash Team Rumble. It's a 44 frenetic fight. Uh, it there's. It's funny, I, there seems to be a lot of this kind of stuff happening right now, right? Where we're getting a lot of games that are basically 3D brawlers, platform fighters. Arena. And so, yes. And so, like, you know, we got it in the form of Battle Royale with Rumbleverse, right? We're getting this game. Uh, Hi-Rez just released their, their game, uh... DKO Divine Knockout, which takes the I characters from that. takes the characters from the Smite universe and throws them into a 3D uh, platform fighter, I totally which I that, yeah. which I played last night with uh, Matt and Garrett, and it's actually a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a, a pretty good time. It was also cool because in that game, because it's characters from Smite, right? They're the gods from Smite. I mm-hmm. already have some familiarity with how they should play and what their potential abilities would be. And so I was able to pick up characters really, really quickly. Listen, uh, I'm not going to believe you because Hi-Rez has your credit card information. And 
Every time they put out something, you come in with this positivity and smite gods. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cuz it's good. They have I mean, they're, they're not for nothing. Not for nothing. I think high res is underrated and yeah. all their games kind of flow apply under the radar because I mean, I think Smite's great. I think Rogue Company's great. I think Paladins is is pretty good. And those games have stuck around. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like they're still being supported, yeah. they're still being played. And so, but they're games that like nobody talks about. Yeah. All right. New The Lords what? of the Fallen gameplay was shown off. Um so I uh, well I will say about this is the Lords of the Fallen uh, did I think there's one and two already have come out and they were kind of mm-hmm. like Dark Souls esque uh, yeah. in nature. Correct. Like this reboot, this right? one looks like it's finally got the art direction, the style mm-hmm. to actually feel like one of those instead of feel like a clone of one of those. Right. Um, and so that's what got got me excited. Uh, so maybe in a year where we're not getting something from from software. This could be a nice stand-in. I I think I'm excited about this potentially because they describe the combat as being fast and mm-hmm. fluid, and that those kind of Souls-like games are the ones I, I like the Bloodborne. best. It's 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 why I like yeah. Bloodborne so much. Yeah. Um, and it's why I it's part of the reason why I like Elden Ring as well because you can play it that way, right? Uh, versus a Dark Souls, which is a little bit more methodical. Yeah. Uh, um, so. Yeah. Yeah. What's really funny about these kind of games is I don't know what it is with From Software because those like 3D action games like Devil May Cry, Bayonetta, like I love those kind of games. Like, you know, just you got to be fast and all that. But like for some reason with the From Software games, they just never, like I've played multiple Dark Souls games, played Bloodborne. And they're fine, but these don't click with me as well as some of those other games I'd mentioned. I don't yeah, know, it's, 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 like it's, it's what it's slower. It's more defensive versus offensive. Like I don't know. It's just, once it's it does click, style. once yeah. it does click, yeah. it will ruin so much for you. <laughs> I, uh, I will I will say that I, Dark Souls never clicked with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and granted, I only played one and two. I didn't give three. A sh- oh no, I have played three. I did play three and did not enjoy it. And I so, wish I didn't play three. I played one, two, and Bloodborne. I, I haven't yes. played Elden Ring yet. So, either. so Bloodborne, it took a second play of it, like a second shot mm-hmm. at it, for it to finally click. And and Bloodborne, when it did click, was absolutely fantastic. And that one is once you realize the problem is, is you, a lot of people I think go into Bloodborne and knowing some, knowing about Dark Souls and from Pedigree, think that that game should be more defense focused, the same way you you mm-hmm. would play Dark Souls and stuff like that. And that is not the case. Like that, Bloodborne rewards you for aggression, yeah. and so I mean, smart aggression, but aggression nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I mean, speaking of From, uh, From also revealed new armored core coming in twenty twenty three. I wonder I if nothing about armored core. <laughs> I wonder if this was the second biggest. No, so okay, if Death Stranding is the biggest, no surprise. Then Hades. Oh, surprise, surprise. Yes. Yeah. Then Hades, then this, Hades 2, and then this. I think Hades 2 is a bigger surprise. Then Dark Souls? Then Death Stranding 2? I mean, I feel like as... Yeah, maybe. I, maybe yeah, right. I, I feel like Death Stranding got elevated because of the Game Awards. Like, sure. it, winning Game yeah. of the Year. I, I don't know. That that always felt weird to me. Like, yeah. uh, You talk to general folks. I don't know many people that play through Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. Uh, at all, um, Hades two. I think you. De- I think that's definitely 
um, much more popular. Uh, I will say that I have played Armored Core in the past. I like mech games, and so I am excited about this. And th um, these are slow, methodical. You make your mech. Um, mm -hmm. The best was trying to figure out what this was on the live stream. Uh, I, I, I nailed it uh, like halfway through, but for the very good part of it, we were like, it's Code Vein 2 or Scarlet Nexus 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I yeah. Uh, one I but yeah, it's it's and they said don't expect this to be like Dark Souls. Um, Correct. Yeah, it, it, it's gonna be Armored Core. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, make sure it's your cup of tea before pre-ordering this bad boy. Final Fantasy sixteen gets a June twenty twenty three release date and a new trailer, uh, June twenty second to be exact. Um, I'm gonna play this begrudgingly. I don't want to talk about this. I. Looks amazing. Uh, I, I, Square Square's tech, like from Kingdom Hearts to Forspoken to uh, Final Fantasy sixteen. Like, I don't know how how they do it. it. Yeah, it takes them forever to put out a game, but their games look great. Uh, yeah, they can't get them to run on Switch. <laughs> I mean, you got the cloud version. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's more of a Nintendo problem than a Square yeah. problem. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I'm pumped. Uh, the collector's edition went on sale, $350. I think it's the first time I was like, you know what? No. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I, I, I will just buy this digital at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, the second trailer for Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Library, which is the only planned expansion for Cyberpunk 2077, was premiered at the Game Awards and showed off that Idris Elba will be mm -hmm. in the upcoming DLC expansion, will be voicing a character. Um, this, this was one of the bigger surprises, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. so, too. What, that Idris Elba was in it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess. I was, I, also, I was also much more excited to see this, and I, this like trailer for this expansion than I mm. anticipated. Um, yeah. See, no. seeing, seeing this made me go, I need to go back and finish Cyberpunk 2077. It's a good game. I was, I was enjoying I, my time with it. Once it clicked in my mind that, oh, this is just... Cyberpunk GTA. Mm -hmm. uh, I was having a good time. The problem is, is that my backlog is insane, and so that's what uh, I started to pick up. Like it's always on sale. It's like twenty mm -hmm. bucks most of the time. Yeah, I think I maybe, paid maybe twenty bucks for it. Christmas or something. It, it's a it's a fantastic value for twenty bucks. Yeah, I've heard yeah. good things. Now that it's been patched and fixed and everything else. Yeah, I think even at launch, it, like yeah, it had its fair share of issues, but like on PC, if you had a good enough PC, like. It was still mm -hmm. a decent time. Uh, as far as the big winner of the night and who won Game of the Year, surprise, surprise, Elden Ring won Game of the Year at the Game Awards. Thank God. Uh, it, it felt like God of War was going to run away with the show at a certain point. 100%. I thought the same thing. They, like, God of War won every, almost everything it was in. I think yeah. it won yeah. eight like, wow. awards, right? Is yeah. that the total count at the end of the day? Um, no, I think it's going to be interesting after I finish God of War and our our Game of the Year discussions. It's going to be interesting to see which comes out on top. Yeah. But I do also, think, even though I'm only partway through, I do think that those are going to be the two that we're discussing. Yeah. Can we just talk about... Did any of us play Stray? No. Because Stray won way too many, many awards for something I didn't play, <laughs> and it's just not something I expected from the reception it initially received. Yeah. Um. Like best debut indie, like Neon White 
Tunic and Vampire Survivors. Like, it, I, I, you're telling me the cat game was better than all those? Like, I could be wrong here. I could eat my words, but I have a very hard time <laughs> believing that. I I agree with you. I this is my problem with the game awards is who they have as people voting on the awards. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think that Yeah. I think next year we should do an episode where we uh predict what's going to win. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to just 100% predict what I think is going to win based on the way things have won in the past and voted on in the past Mm. um because the fact that splatoon 3 won best multiplayer is kind of (laughs) is kind of ridiculous Um, i mean with nintendo's online system rob and their mobile app like how could it not win they should automatically be disqualified unless it's like (laughs) a a a same couch experience right and you want to argue that uh otherwise yes there's any other game should auto if it's online multiplayer they should automatically be disqualified for best multiplayer <laughs> for fam for family best family game though it was like all switch games <laughs> it was like all <laughs> nintendo like we got to put nintendo somewhere let's just put them in the family category <laughs> um i don't really want to talk about what happened after the no, final award we, was given out we, no, we don't no, need to give that we don't yeah. need to talk about that at all yep so yeah that basically wraps up the game awards see oh my God. i mean even even me going through it right now right yeah I still think that it was just okay. There wasn't anything that There's was a, like okay. super Re- hype. Remnant, it's, it's not in here. Remnant from the Ashes 2 looks I'm ex- okay. phenomenal. I, all right, so I take it back. Yeah. I'm going to elevate this a, a little bit above it being okay to know it was a good game yes. Because I forgot Remnant 2 was announced. Yes. And mm-hmm. I am excited about that. I am, God, I'm yeah, I am excited with you. about that. The one thing I yeah. was expecting that wasn't there was Starfield. I was like, they're gonna give us a date. Oh, so right? so here's like, here's that's the yeah. one thing I'm like, it's gotta be there. And it My, wasn't Microsoft there. having zero presence yes. at the yes. Game Awards yes. is 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 insane to me. I don't understand how you let that happen and how you do that. I just don't. I think that could yeah. tie into our, our our news story too as well. Well. I I you may I'm not sure if I put it in there or not. I, no, I, I felt more like uh, um did I put it in there? Let me just quickly check. Uh no, I didn't put it in there uh because it felt more like an excuse from them. Uh like <laughs> what's it, what what what's his face? Uh Phil Spencer was like, you know, we're saving everything for the announcement a bit later, which fine. Mm-hmm. But like you need to show something, man. Like wh- show something. show one thing. Yes. Um, you so, don't go empty-handed yeah. to the Game Awards. It was uh, Ryan McCaffrey over at IGN did an, uh, an editorial where he talked mm-hmm. about it being basically a slap in the face, and he brought up that point of like you know oh saving it and and stuff like that. And I at least I believe it was him who said when you save it for events like that, you're all you're doing is preaching to the choir, right? Mm-hmm. The video game awards are where you get out to the masses. Right, mm-hmm. that's where you get your information. That's where you get the hype out to the masses, and I I understand that they've got a lot going on right now, um, and it's not like outside of Death Stranding too. It's not like Sony had a huge presence as far as announcements were concerned. I guess Death Stranding and and Forbidden West but, DLC, fine, and Final mm-hmm. Fantasy, and Final Fantasy. Okay, so yeah, yeah. so they did yeah. have a a, a, yeah. a a decent sized presence, and yeah. so. I just I, mean, I don't especially when really especially <laughs> especially an event where like your competitor is winning all these awards, yeah, like you just exactly. you just I don't know man to just give up the narrative like that was was a strange strange decision. I I think it's yeah. so weird they were just a complete no show. 
Yeah. Um, Hopefully, I, I, Microsoft I, I, has something in the game of the year category next yeah. year. Because they got like, right, like Redfall Nint- and Starfield, and, like yeah. all these games that should be coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, like Nintendo at least brought Fire Emblem Engage. You know, they they showed yeah. that off. Yeah, um, and exactly. and Bayonetta and Bayonetta. Yeah, yeah. Um, a few things that Polygon missed that I'll just quickly touch upon. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two is getting raids. Uh, which is the most intrigued I've been in a Call of Duty in a long time. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dead Cells Return to Castlevania DLC. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, again, Castlevania. That was like the very first thing they showed, I think. It was the Castlevania DLC. Yeah. Uh, there was Blue Protocol, which is like the anime-inspired MMO, looks fantastic. Um, I thought that got me pumped because that actually looks like something I'd love to play with you're friends not, you're, on you're, console. You're not going to play an MMO. I am. Uh, console, uh, action RPG MMO, I will you're, play. You're not because it's um, the the one that the one surprise I think for me was Banisher's Ghost of New Eden, which was the one of like it starts off with a CGI trailer of like ghost hunters, mm-hmm. and it kind of like it give you a short clip of like what the gameplay kind of looks like at the end. That was a nice surprise to me. I like the tone, I like the acting, the look and the feel of uh, what they did show there. Um, I thought I thought all that was cool, but like you also get big announcements like, hey, like Baldur's Gate three is coming next year, um, y- you know, uh, and the show itself felt like it had some sort of caliber behind it this year. It didn't feel like oh, it's just a video game game more show. It just felt like I think starting with Al Pacino and Christopher Ju- Judge and letting uh, him oh, yeah. just, like went, r- yeah. run with the speech. Like, it set this tone from the get-go, and it, like, it felt good. Yes, there could, there could be improvements made, for sure, but I thought the quality of uh, game trailer we saw was a lot better. Uh, we saw a lot more gameplay in some of them as well. Yeah. And oh. uh, I, sure. I think you get a lot less of that. N- nothing wrong with indies, but sometimes like you get those really obscure indies for, like, 20 minutes and before sure. the next major reveal yeah. you get less of that so i thought the like the pace and everything of the show uh and a lot of those announcements like worked for me uh so i was i it, you know i i thought it was probably the best game awards they've done i cannot what? wait in two years to look back at this game awards and go down the list of games they announced and stuff like that and ask how many of these games below played yeah yeah. So I can tell him, never mind him how excited he was. Well, and then he only what? played Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. Two, two of them. <laughs> Hades 2 and Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. But mean, like, honestly, the, that, the, the other crazy thing is, outside of all these announcements, I think only yeah. one was 2024. The rest were all 2023. Yeah, yeah. So I did appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And so but, I, I mean, also we're coming into a stacks stacked as hell year. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, we thought we were coming into a stacked year this year, too. And then a ton of things got pushed and, and just didn't show up. Yeah. And I feel so, like I feel like most of these will hit. I mean, I, I think, hope so because I, I think we're post COVID delays. I I, 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 I think every, yeah. I I think you ran into Cyberpunk rushing its release and people mm-hmm. being like, We can't let this happen to our game. Mm-hmm. Throw in COVID as well and you have delays uh for everything. And I think everything has had enough time to bake. And I think that's why Microsoft not even showing anything at all is an even bigger disappointment because uh, uh, like I said this before to you 
um, many times. Like they needed to come to the Game Awards and be like, "This is what we have." Like yep. you, you showed off the Series X <laughs> uh, at this award, like when no one expected it. Yeah, um, like that was a big deal. You, you need to come in with fire every year, like or not yeah. in fire, just something. Like yeah. you have yeah, Starfield. I mean, it's like what's going on with yeah. that? Yep, yep. That's what I'm saying. They say, have what? games next year. Yeah, in theory. Yeah. In the form of Starfield, Redfall, Forza Motorsport, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to see just none of them show up mm-hmm. is, 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 yeah, it's strange. It's yeah. a strange decision. I mean, there's so many things that are working on. We have, like, where's Perfect Dark? Where's Indiana Jones? Mm-hmm. Where's the next Gears? Like, all these games, you know, they, you just show something, anything. Mm-hmm. You know, they had, they had a lot of options. But I was going to say, one thing we didn't talk about, uh, that a trail that caught me off guard was crime boss we didn't talk about crime oh boss. that looks terrible it's got, like, i know it's got like but it has all these celebrities like, how did they get those celebrities so, I, it looks it's so bad Ice and danny glover and danny trejo and uh chuck norris i'm like what it, is this it it looks <laughs> look like the straight tv equivalent it, yes 100 oh like, i've like, heard of this game but that that uh, was that was really weird i'm like what is this game and they act like it was a series like is crime boss a thing no, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't. <laughs> but everything around it just looks like money poured down the drain. Yeah. yeah. Stealth action FPS that task players with becoming leaders of criminal underworld in a fictional yep. version of 90s Florida. No, this, ugh. It looks <laughs> so. Everything. The more they showed as it went on, the worse it looked, in yeah. my opinion. I was just like, no, <laughs> no, thank you. Um, all right, let's uh get to the news stories. I think yep. we're already well, at almost at the two hour mark. Right, see, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, we'll go through them pretty quickly. Classic Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster is likely to hit Switch and PS4. Uh, Final Fantasy will be celebrating its 35th anniversary this coming Sunday, and new ESRB ratings have come through for Final Fantasy 1 through 6, which suggests that they will be bringing its Pixel Remaster line to Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I I was initially happy about this, and then I realized my Steam Deck is uh, just an emulation machine. So, <laughs> right, you can play yeah. those anyway. Uh, I saw this. Was it today? Yeah, t- earlier today. today. Yeah, Super Nintendo World Universal Studios Hollywood sets an opening date. It's going to open on February seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Uh, they showed off some of the attractions that are going to be there, including Mario Kart Bowser's Challenge. And the, uh, oh, what are the bands called? Power-up bands. Power-up bands, right, which will allow you to interact with different set pieces around the park area. Uh, I saw this and instantly was like, all right, when do the kids have a break that I can go to my mom's outside of Orlando and we can go do this? So this is Hollywood. This is Hollywood, yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, high it's, I guess I think it's I wish it was 20, in Florida, but it's not. I think the Florida one is 2025. Yeah, I it's believe. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to LA for the first <laughs> time. Listen, 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 Rob. My, my um, wife's got a friend out there. My wife's going to LA next month, and so. Let's, Rob, Rob, listen, listen. Um, yep. I, as an NBC Universal owned by Comcast, uh, which also owns Universal Studios, uh, mm-hmm. I get some free tickets. Universal. Um, we also have been solicited to go to E3. Uh, Christian's also been asking. Um, I'm, I'm just saying. Um, oh, you're saying a little double dippy? We just a little double dip. 
Like, just, like uh, why wouldn't Nintendo do their press uh, conference uh, at Universal Studios at Super Mario right, World? Of you know? It makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we will have to bring Malia along, of course. Little, um, little two birds, one stone. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, yeah. Uh, we can talk about this. I'm, yeah, well, I'm, I'm we'll, like, we'll, in, we'll, uh, we'll figure something out. Uh, I, I will say this uh, in the Slack channel at work uh, when this news broke. Uh, everyone was like, hey, so uh, do you guys need employee beta testers or need to do an employee day? Just uh, let us, like, everyone was just like, let us know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'm looking forward to this. Uh, there's a mobile app that has achievements as well. So you oh, can nice. unlock achievements for when you go to the park. Um, yeah, no, I'm definitely excited. It looks very, very cool. Uh, I can't wait to check that out. I really wish it was the Florida one. It is what it is. All right. Next two stories are actually the same story. And it revolves around the Microsoft Activision Blizzard buyout. This. Remember when Activision Blizzard was having all those issues and Kodak was having all those issues. And we were talking about them every week. Yeah. Okay. Mm. They're not even a part of Microsoft officially. And they have infected <laughs> and found their way back into the conversation every week um <laughs> this this whole thing is getting kind of ridiculous honestly we talked I, about it yeah we talked about it last week when we talked about phil spencer coming out there and saying hey uh nintendo and steam nintendo and steam here's yep. the 10 years ten we years. were we're dedicated to do that for the next for other platforms as well and now we got news that the ftc ftc is is jumping in the mix and and suing to halt it uh, it doesn't mean that it will be stopped. It doesn't mean that it won't go through, but it is another roadblock. It's also like, I talked about this last week where the regulators and the language they use um, doesn't actually make sense. It, it doesn't. And they got called out by yeah. by the EU as well. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And so... Just kind of, I don't know. It's very, very strange that they they came out here and the way they 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 framed this. Um, let's see. Do you, do you want me to break it down real quick? Because I've been following following it. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So uh, basically, FTC sues Activision Blizzard, saying, um, you know, uh, one of the reasons they put in there is like they're going to suppress competition. They promised the EU with the Bethesda, the Zenimax Media. Um, uh, they promised the EU that uh, they wouldn't uh, block games from going on other consoles, and everyone and then everyone's like, "Ah, look, see, Microsoft's bad and evil." And then like the next day, e not even the next day, I think like six hours later, the EU comes out and is like, "They they never made that promise. Like they never said that uh, Bethesda games would be exclusive, uh, won't won't be exclusive, and will appear on other consoles." Uh, so like, what are you doing here? And so then. A bit more comes out, and the FTC clarifies. They're like, essentially, they're just kind of looking for concessions from Microsoft, which mm -hmm. th it seems like they're bending over backwards and already doing. So I don't know yeah. what more, yeah. what the threat is here, um, it, especially when Sony already commands I was say, such yeah, a crazy monopoly. This is on even after stuff. Microsoft, if this goes through and they own Activision Blizzard, they're still only the third largest video game company behind Tencent and Sony. So it's like yeah. they're not even like they're still in third place, even if they like, get it. <laughs> you still can't get Final Fantasy VII remake on a yeah. on the Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. 
it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's bizarre. It's also, I mean, I talked about this last week, so I don't want to keep repeating myself, mm. but they, everything that Sony has argued has been in bad faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every single 100%. thing they've argued has been in bad faith. Yeah. And it's and like just Spencer like. Spencer has come out and said, like, Sony's just trying to make Xbox smaller. That's yep. what they're trying to do. No. And so I just, I don't know. It's wild. And then you get this report that Microsoft offered Sony Call of Duty on PlayStation Plus. All right. Yeah. And so, I don't see the problem. No, nope. let's no. <laughs> um, for for the gamers, for the gamers. That's right. It's just it, I, I feel man. like it all started when they remember it all started with like crossplay, right? And Sony was like in their own little walled garden and they're the only like company that wouldn't do crossplay until they were forced to do it. It feels like that situation just on a much larger scale. <laughs> I mean, I w- I would have to imagine that the reality is, is that they offered Sony the ability to pit it on, but it would still be under the same conditions that Sony gets other titles on there. So Sony yeah, would still yeah. have to, you know, pay, pay them. Mm-hmm. And so, and I wonder <laughs> if they, they know that Call of Duty sells on their console already. And so yeah. just the money makes sense for them to not put it on PlayStation <laughs> Plus. And I think that's a lot of what it is, is that the, yeah. the money makes sense for them to not put it on PlayStation Plus as long as it's not on Game Pass. Like, that's all <laughs> they're arguing. That's all, that's, yeah. that is what they're afraid of. They're not yeah. afraid of Call of Duty becoming exclusive because they know the business says, the, you know, says that, that that can't happen, right? You can't spend the amount of money that they're spending to acquire these studios and then pit, you know, their biggest console, not mobile, title and not make it multi-platform. Right, like it just yeah. it does not make sense, and so and then I know Microsoft has even come out and argued, um, like you said, that it, Phil Spencer's gotten like a lot more vocal as arguing that the, most of the arguments are not in good faith and that they do want to you know make them smaller. And all of this is very silly. It's very silly that we have these two mega corps <laughs> arguing. The same way that like, it's the same way you see Twitter beef, right? Yeah, Between, like, yeah. It's what it, that's what it feels like, and it's just so, oh, it's all so strange, and it's one of those I things where it, like, I still I, I, think this deal is going to go through. Yeah, I think it's just it's just how much does Microsoft have to give up at the end of the day? Because even at the end of the day, the FTC was mm-hmm. like, you know, this deal will likely still go through, but. We want some concessions of some sort. Yeah. Right. And like, uh, I don't know if they'll get them because I think uh, any more at this point, because I feel like Microsoft has already offered up everything you'd want or like people would want them to at this point. Uh, I-, I will say the threat of Game Pass is real mm-hmm. in in that I gifted Ali three years of Xbox Live Gold, told him how to convert it to Ultimate. And... In the past week alone, he's talked about games, indie games that he's wanted to play. And I'm like, it's on Game Pass. And yep. like, yeah. and he's just like, holy shit, how's this legal? Like, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day. And yeah. that's the thing. It's like, and, everyone you gift Game Pass Ultimate to, it just goes, how's this legal? Yep. And that's, and that's reality, right? Is that yeah. Sony is really just scared that Call of Duty will still be on their platform, but no longer be associated with them. And people will see that they can get it on Game Pass and 
that is the bigger concern for them. And so I think, I think the reality is that Sony's not going to be happy and it's not going to be like, okay, we, we can support this now unless Microsoft says that Call of Duty will never come to Game Pass. And I just don't see that happening, right? Yeah. And so, especially since the promise of Game Pass has always been our first party titles day and date. Yeah. And to this point, they've, they've held that up, except for existing agreements in the form yeah. of Deathloop and uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire Tokyo. Yep. Yeah. And so, Did Ghostwire but, ever come no. out on Xbox? No, not on Xbox. No, yet. not yet. Mm-mm. Now, one thing I will say, the one company that's coming out on top of all this is Nintendo. Because they haven't had Call of Duty on their system for a really long time. Yeah. And now it's guaranteed on their system mm-hmm. for 10 years. And they said that 10-year agreement doesn't start until this whole thing goes through. Yep. So, like, when that first party, when that, when that first Call of Duty hits on Switch or whatever Nintendo console will be out at that time, next 10 years are guaranteed to get it. And they haven't had Call of Duty in a long time. No, I can't yeah. wait for Call of Duty Splatoon. <laughs> no, it's, it's going to be... It's, gonna be, it's uh, what Rob's wanted, just magic Call and ink. <laughs> it's going to be Call of Duty. No, they're going to put Warzone 2 on there, but it's all cloud streaming. Yeah. And you'll never win a match playing on the Switch. <laughs> all right, well, speaking of Xbox Game Pass... Uh, the Riot Games benefits are officially live. Yep. And so I actually tested this out right before we started the podcast and booted, I up, this. booted up Valorant to see because I had linked my, they allowed you to link your accounts a few days ago. So I linked my accounts, I booted up Valorant and Valorant popped up, gave me a message that said, hey, the Xbox Game Pass benefits are here and you have all these, uh, all current agents and future agents will be unlocked. And you also get 20% match XP boost uh, given to Battle Pass, Vet Pass, and any active agent contract. Hmm. I, besides that, League of Legends is getting access to all the champions, to all champions as they release, and again, 20% XP bonus. Bilal, are, are you, uh, you going to be booting uh, up uh, uh, League, League of Legends? I, League is always installed on my PC. Oh my um, the all problem the champions. Is, Access to I, all the champions. I'm probably missing like the most recent two is the thing. But like for WoW, the Rift, I think that means a lot more because I think like there was a Game Pass ad um, during uh, the Game Awards and like Wild Rift was part of it. And I was like, okay, I know they're talking about this, but I really hope Wild Rift comes to console sometime well, soon. Yeah, because they had originally announced yeah. that it was coming to console. Yeah. And so that <laughs> is what I agree. I'm excited for that to come. Can I just uh, read something to you? So I w- I'm sure. on the game, the game Pass app on PC right now, mm-hmm. and like we and we talked about this a while back, how they added how long to beat. So for League yeah. of Legends, how long to beat? Main story, one thousand sixteen hours. Main yeah. plus extras, twelve hundred nine hours. So, oh Completionist, two thousand five hundred one. There's no, there's no story oh mode. <laughs> so this I don't is, know what this is based so, off of. I mean, this. So all, all how long to beat? Yeah, is is based on uh, player info, right? It's like sourced, and so this is just the internet trolling at its best. Okay, and so I actually want to see how many people were served. I'm I'm bringing this up right now. Uh, it should say how many people were surveyed for. It. Oh yeah, how many people were polled? Okay, so so for main story, twenty five people were polled. <laughs> And that's where they came up with that. That's the average number. 
is you know uh and so th yeah this is just people being trolls uh and i'm i'm here for it i think that's awesome but like this is such a good deal because mm -hmm. i know how much money i've spent on league mm -hmm. of legends and a lot of that's on champions and skins mm -hmm. uh and now you could just take that money and just buy skins and then oh, how do you link this by the way oh it's super easy um you actually just link it through your Riot Games account. Uh, account linking page? No, no, no. Uh, I'll, I will send you the link later. If you oh, okay, actually, here it if is. I, I actually opened up uh, League of Legends and it popped up. Okay. And so, yeah, you can just link it oh, here we go. that way. Yeah, I'll, I'll do this on the side so you guys don't know what my login is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah. So, also in Teamfight Tactics... You get one star rare little legend tactician and four arena skins that are available until April 2023, and then one arena skin on a monthly rotation thereafter. Uh, Legends of Runeterra, you get all cards in foundation sets. And then League of Legends Wild Rift, beginning in January, you unlock all 80 plus champions. Day one access every new champions they release, and again, a 20% XP bonus. Now, here is what I'm interested in. The fact that this is all future stuff implies a <gasps> agreement and a relationship. Yeah. Implies an agreement and a relationship with them. That means that there's the potential for when Project L releases for us to get some sort of Game Pass benefit out of it as well. And that is very cool and very exciting. That is awesome. All right. Just to keep the podcast moving so we can wrap this up soon, uh, we move on to the Sony news. God of War TV series is a go at Amazon. All right. Uh, Henry Cavill is available. Uh, he might be too square and big, but I think he's big enough. I don't know how he looks, will look bald. I, it's not a perfect round head, but I think we all love Henry Cavill. Like, let's just People give it to him. He should, be, he should go back to The Witcher. Like, hey, Superman fell through. Go back. <laughs> well, I, 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 The Witcher had, I think he had other problems with The Witcher uh, yeah, when, it, yeah. when it comes to the writing and how they treated the source material. But, um, yeah, I think give it to Henry. Or give it to Christopher Judge. Like, I don't care. Make Kratos black. Give that man, give the man the role. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. I, I do find it super, super interesting that it appears that they're just going to start from the 2018 storyline. It makes sense though at the end of the day because yeah. Yeah. like God God of War One, like fine, you can tell that story e fairly easily. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, CGI budget and whatnot. God of War Two is where things start getting weird with time travel. <laughs> Um, and then God of War 3, I don't know if there, anyone has the budget. Like, Amazon spent a billion on the first season <laughs> of the right. Lord of the Rings, and yeah, I don't think they yeah. even had the budget to do a God of War 3 properly. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, is a very, very pre-show. It looks like they spent a ton of money on it. Yeah. It is yeah. also so slow. It is. It picks up in the final three, but even then, it's all groundwork for what comes next. Yeah. I think I'm out. I mean, really... It's an exciting time for video game shows for some reason right now. Like, I know, like, Resident Evil bombed, and then, um, <laughs> oh, geez, what else? Uh, like, people didn't like Halo very much, right? But, like, Cuphead Shoes doing great. Third season just came out, right? And then Arcane uh, was fantastic. Really, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, like, um, Dragon uh, Age Apple Solution, uh, um, Cyberpunk. 
Edge Runners. Yeah. Yes. You know, people love that. Castlevania, yep. people love that. Like, mm-hmm. the new Fallout show, just from the, like, the, the little bit I've seen, looks like it's going to be really good. They have the tone right. Um, There's the Last uh, of a Show coming to HBO. Last of a Show coming out. Like, this is, this is great. Like, it, it hasn't been working as movies, but as TV shows, video games seem to be doing pretty well. Well, I mean, because not everything needs to be a movie, like, and I think that that was the problem. Like, traditional television was twenty-four episode seasons, and it was procedural, where people can just tune in a week and be like, "Oh, I like this show. I can follow along." And the story moves only at the beginning of the episode and at the very end, and everything in between for those thirty-five minutes is just story of the week. Um. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. And yeah. Switching over to prestige television where you can tell these long-form stories mm-hmm. uh, makes sense. It makes way more sense than doing a movie does for most video games just because of how long games are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be Henry Cavill and uh, Tom Holland <laughs> as uh, Kratos and Atreus. Uh, and and Atreus. It just, makes sense. Yes, Atreus. And then it's sense. just going to be Henry Cavill's every other, uh, there'll be a drinking game that uh, you like for the press kits. They'll send out shot glasses that mm. you drink every time he, he says, says boy. Boy, yeah. Yeah. I just remembered Assassin's Creed getting a show too. That I'm excited for because that yeah. needs to be a show in my eyes. Like that movie, I think that, that movie was though, good right? until they forgot to do the last third. <laughs> They, they, they forgot an entire third of that movie. Like, it just ends. Yeah. Yeah, that movie's they, bad. Uh, <laughs> because they rushed it. I enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed it. If, uh, that movie's... That movie's... Uh, that movie's there, bad. There, there's appealing aspects of it, but yes. There so is. I agree. There are yes. appealing aspects. Uh, I still... Yeah, I think that movie's bad. Uh, I mean, the plus, Monster Hunter movie ends in a big cliffhanger. We're not getting another one of those. <laughs> you know my son went and saw that in theaters without me? Which one? Oh, really? The Monster Hunter movie. Oh, I told I, I, I told him I wanted to see it, and then he went and saw it without me. So I still haven't seen it. I mean, did he go with friends or a girl? Uh, he went with family. Oh wow! Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think he went with one of my siblings, and so kind of, kind of messed up. <laughs> uh, all right. PlayStation Plus extras for December. Let's just go through some of the games that are offered. So there's going to be Far Cry Five. Far Cry Primal, Far Cry You Dawn, and then Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, Yakuza 6, The Song of Life, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and Judgment. Also, Mortal Shell, The Pedestrian, Evo Genius 2, Adventure Time, Pirates of the Enchiridion, Ben 10, Power Trip, Gigantosaurus, The Game, Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire, Worms, WMD, The Escapist 2, and then in January, WWE 2K22 will follow. Um, I will uh, sound like a broken record again. Everyone should play Yakuza Like a Dragon as an entry point. It's fantastic, and it's an amazing game. Um, and Pedestrian, fantastic puzzle game. And then those at the premium level will also get Ridge Racer 2 and Pinball Heroes, PSP titles. Uh, PlayStation 3's Heavenly Sword, which I enjoyed quite a bit. And Oddworld Abe's Exodus for the original PlayStation <laughs> I, I'm surprised he didn't do more to, more with Heavenly Sword because it seemed like it got a good reception out the door. I think like, it got a, a good reception, but not a massive one. Also, it was a launch title for the PlayStation 3. was crazy overpriced at the time. Mm-hmm. And so by the time PlayStation 3's price came down to a reasonable level, people just weren't picking up mm-hmm. Heavenly Sword because they had moved past it. And so well, I think that's... the main character in Heavenly Sword in PlayStation All-Star Battle Royale? 
don't know why I thought they were. Maybe not. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm probably crazy. Don't I, remember. I thought they were in there for some reason. Oh, Ninja, Ninja Theory is yes. the developer. Yeah. All right, Ninja so that's Theory. not that's not going to happen unless someone else. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, this is fine. This is fine. It's so funny. I think we do this, you know, at least once a month where we go over the games coming to Xbox Game Pass and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Like, yeah. they're knocking out of the park. And then we then, talk games with gold and, and we're, we're like, like, this is <laughs> trash. What are they doing? <laughs> Why are they trying? <laughs> yes. And then the reverse is true for PlayStation where I'm like, oh, yeah. All right. Uh, these games are fine. I, I think a lot of these have already appeared on... I- Game Pass I, and uh, yes, I think PlayStation Plus, like that whatever tier uh, extra, mm-hmm. what, what they need a better name in convention because I can mm-hmm. never remember mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. Whatever it is, this is great for people that just like have been out of gaming. Like let's say yes. you became a dad and you took yes. like a five ten year hiatus and you're coming back. Like what's good to play? Mm-hmm. Right there, just get that catch up on whatever you want. It's all there, um, and you'll have a great time. No, I I agree, hundred uh, percent. It, um, yeah. Was that our last news story? It was. Yep. Oh wow, it was our last news story. So I can bring us. We blasted back. that pretty quick. Yeah. Uh. Well, hold on. What's this? Oh, that's oh, just amiibos. This oh. Amiibos that we talked yeah. About yeah. All right. If, if we could, it's a twenty-three seconds. So we're getting Sephiroth amiibo, uh, Kazuya from Tekken. And then Pyra, so Kazuya and Sephiroth on uh, January 13th, and Pyra and Mitra sometime in 2023. It's incredible they still make Amiibo because... They don't do anything Very with them. rarely do you hear about a game actually using them anymore. And it's a shame because not for nothing, the, uh, the quality of the Amiibo figures is, is really high. It's really oh, nice. Oh yeah, they've always been great, yeah. for sure. I want to bring them and put them on my desk at work, but I'm only in once a week, and I don't trust people to leave them there. Uh, and then they'll take them, and that'll, that'll yeah. piss me off. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that wraps up this week's podcast. Hola, you want to let people know where they can follow you, where they can follow the site? Ah, okay. Uh, we are theworkprint.com. You can follow us uh, and our articles that we release over at www.theworkprint.com. Type it into your favorite browser. Got lots of Marvel news. Um, we recently have a review of Violent Night, which um, Josh has said is a Christmas classic already. So uh, if you're looking for a violent Christmas movie, go check it out. Because <laughs> uh, it, it, according to him, it delivers. Um, you guys can follow us on social medias. Uh, at the work print on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. I think I think that's it. Uh, uh, YouTube, yes, YouTube. Just look up the work print. Uh, we'll be there. And, uh, I, I, and I believe at some point in the future, so the videos from when I'm home, packs, packs unplugged. <laughs> yes, when I'm home this weekend, um, <laughs> I will finally get around to uploading those. It's. It's one of those things where it, I get through the day and then I'm like, I, I, I don't know I, what I'm doing. Yeah. I I understand completely, man. Yeah. I just like to give you a hard time. Yeah. But no, I, I need to get those up though. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. Um along with that, after you get one those up, I am planning on doing a 
uh, live stream of me playing one of the games from from that weekend and and Ooh. showing it off on, on stream. Maybe play maybe dragging my son in here to play across from me, and so we'll get some tabletop board game action on on the channel. Uh, James, does, where your, people... does your son not appreciate how cool you are? Uh, I think he does actually. I think he does. It kind of pains um, me when like he doesn't want to do stuff with you. Yeah, so it's not. Ugh. All right, I, well, I, I guess we could just put this out here. He has a friend, mm. and so that is that takes a lot of his attention right now. Yeah. And it's fine. I understand. I remember being fourteen. I remember having a friend, <laughs> and uh, and so it's I I get it, you know. Yeah. Uh, and not for nothing, he's really great about like every Thursday when I go to the car shop, he comes with me. He's not coming tomorrow because. His friend has a concert that he's going to, uh, but he comes every week, so we get to hang out every week. And no, nah, he's 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 been good. I, I understand. It doesn't matter how cool of a dad you have. There are times where you reach certain ages where you're just like, I have my own stuff going on, and so I'm trying to figure out who I am as a person, and I get it. So it, and it, then you're fine. you're left sitting there going, I have all this time to play video no. games now. And I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. Now, the funny thing is my, it, it not the funny thing, but the, the thing that kind of stinks about this whole situation is that my daughter is still just too young to get into like a lot of these board games and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it would, wouldn't sting as much with my son being as busy if I could just replace him. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but it, it, I can't quite yet. <laughs> It's it's funny you say that because my nephew and niece are finally of the age where I can bring them into board games, and I'm yeah. so excited for this next week with them. No, yeah. oh, it's awesome. Uh, James, where can people follow you? Follow me? Yeah, they mm -hmm. can follow me. Uh, pretty much everywhere, you know, uh, Twitter, Twitch, Xbox. Uh, I think it's Steam as well. Everything. Uh, James zero seven two two. Um, pretty much that's where I'm at. I do occasionally put some stuff up on the work print. Hopefully get some more stuff up there soon. Uh, one thing I will say, you had mentioned Violet Christmas classics. Don't forget to watch Gremlins. That's a great Christmas movie. People always forget about Gremlins. that. Oh, I love Gremlins. Watch Gremlins, watch Gremlins is but, great. Uh, yeah. Gremlins That's and it. Gremlins too. Yep, for sure. Uh, <laughs> my, my grandmother had, at one point before she started dyeing her hair, she had a streak of white oh, yeah. in her <laughs> hair. And my dad used to call her... Uh, Oh God! What was his uh, name? Spike. What? Yeah. Stripe? Uh, or Spike? Is it is it Spike or Stripe? It might be Stripe. I think Stripe. I think it's Stripe. I think yeah. Stripe. And so he he used to always call her that when she wasn't around <laughs> and stuff like that. And so that every time someone talks about that movie, that's what it reminds me of. Uh, <laughs> as for me, you can follow me at Sunny Vice. Yeah, exactly. You can follow me at Sunny Vice twenty S U N N Y V I C E two zero across pretty much all social media except for. TikTok, where I am Tito's Tabletop. T-I-T-O-S, Tabletop. Uh, I hope to put up more content on there, do some more tabletop and video game content here on this channel. And I think Bilal and I will probably do some more. We should have, like, when we a can. A One Piece night? <laughs> a One Piece slash My Hero night where we're just playing, like, you know, yeah. uh, trading card games because uh, maybe, maybe that is our calling because it, right. <laughs> it, it really like is the most interactive chat has ever been yeah no it was definitely it was cool and i love that stuff so it's one yeah. of those things where like you know i am 100 percent down to put out more of that content 
And then James, we just gotta get you on board. We just gotta right. get you playing. Right. No, <laughs> James. I have collectibles in my house. <laughs> well, you don't have to buy them physically. You can just play it digitally with us. Oh, we'll yeah, yeah. Fine. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm sure. not. I'm not buying One Piece. Yeah. I'll, I'll let Blau uh, spend the money on that. <laughs> but Sounds all good. right. I think that wraps up the podcast. As always, thank you guys so much for uh, popping into the chat, watching us live. If you listen after the fact, appreciate you. You know, I always say the best way to help us out is tell people about us. And now we do trading card content too. So if you got any friends who are into <laughs> that, uh, bring them on by. Thank you two for being on. Uh, I know both of you guys are super, super busy. You guys also have had a lot going on uh, behind the scenes in your lives. Um you know, we sometimes we, we talk about it uh, on the podcast. But the reality is, is that the three of us are, we do this because we love it, not because, not for anything else. And we still have lives that we're out here living. And we are also at an age where like a lot's going on. Um, and these two in particular have had a lot going on lately. And so thank you guys so much for taking the time to basically sit here and listen to me ramble on for <laughs> an hour and a half. <laughs> Um, uh, we're at two and a half hours so yeah, we've all yeah, been rambling well, yeah and uh no I, I really do appreciate it as always this this is one of the highlights of my week and so i kind of do it without you guys i mean god knows i wouldn't be doing this uh if it wasn't for for you guys so <laughs> yeah. thank you so much I'm and glad to be here. we we i love you Oh, that's, my, too, that's, that's my Christmas <laughs> present to you guys. I love you guys. All right. Well, show me the gift receipt, please. Uh, <laughs> until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.